talk about friends. Country been down so long, it's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in the all black Camuto bag. Louis B. Drake, Dover Starch, Bowman Pants. Welcome to episode 103 of the First Rounders. Caleb gets no love from me. This your boy, this your boy B. Willingham, aka Ryan Klesko. Yo, it's King Leon here, man. What's going on, man? We got this good, we got a good episode tonight, man. I'm glad to be here. What's good, everybody? This is your boy, the real Reggie, aka Young Clifton. Glad to be here for another live episode of of your your favorite, you know, sports podcasters podcast, First Rounder. And we have another very very special guest for us coming in for the first time, though, man. Somebody who I've known for a long, long time. Shit, man, we go back to high school. That's how long. He's good, man, and he's also. One of the big reasons why my sports game is exactly what it is today, man. Like I said he's literally one of the best sports minds that that I personally know, and you know we've been trying to you know get this get this going for a while, man. And I'm just glad now that the stars have finally aligned for us to get my, my homeboy again, somebody else who's been who's been fucking with the show for a minute. He's he's been fucking with all of us, you know, for a minute, you know, in the Facebook group. And like I said, man, just somebody who, who I've known go all the way to high school with, man. But my, my homeboy, man, Lloyd Clark, aka Kenobi. Uh, yes. Welcome to the show. Yo, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that introduction, Reggie, my boy, man. That like, a couple decades deep, man. You're far too kind, man. I, I doubt I'm one of the best sports minds you've been around, man. You know a lot of smart brothers, especially in this group here, man. I just want to say, hey, once again, it's Lloyd, aka Kenobi. Appreciate Willingham and Leon, all you guys for having me in here and join this, you know, this special thing that y'all put together, man. Y'all been on fire for a while. I see y'all, y'all the precipices of fucking taking over the sports podcast genre in general. I'm just hopefully I don't fuck any of this up. You know what I mean? Good. Was good, man. You know, we we got we got him off. We got y'all the transfer protocol, and seems like currently right now. Tariff is like temporary on the, on the transfer protocol. No, I'm just playing. He 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 he'll be Tariff will be here shortly. So, you know, he's in the CP protocol. That's where he at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the babysitting protocol. So. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, the show must go on. You know, it's March Madness right now. And been having pretty good games. I'm going to say for the women's. Back. Back. Yeah. And we really don't really, really talk too much about. We talk about women's sports every now and then, but we're gonna start off with the with the women's final four. Okay, Caitlin, South Carolina, Caitlin the goat. Oh yeah, they go, they go far. Right, we got Iowa against South Carolina, LSU versus Virginia Tech. Man, right. Damn, that's gonna be that's gonna be a crazy game, man. Yeah, like an angel. Yeah, can we just can we just break those up and make both those the national championship games? Like, don't even have a men's national championship game. Right. Just have the yeah. Iowa South Carolina be the men's championship game. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm all, no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Lloyd, Lloyd. The winner of South Carolina Iowa play play the play the you know the, the men's champion 
champion for the overall, you know, NCAA championship this year. Hey, you know, yo, I'm gonna set the over under. I'm gonna set the over under for the winner of that game for the women's game, and like they gotta be favored by at least ten, yo, over the men. Whoever come out in the men's. <laughs> right. <laughs> who who yeah. checking? Who taking? Who checking? Caitlin. That's what I want to know. Who checking? Caitlin. <laughs> No, I don't know. I, I, not not Isaiah Wong. Not Isaiah Wong. <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Wong. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That just tells that just tells a lot about the guy's side. But yeah, women are throwing it now. The women are doing it. Yeah. You said that was yeah. last episode too, right? You're like, right, look out. You know, the women's um women's tournament is gonna be for real, for real too. So oh, yeah. And lo and behold, you know, saying they took over. They took over on on viewership. They took over on like. Mm-hmm. Talking on social media about it, like they did their thing with it, man. So it's it's, it's a rightful time for that to happen. No, but, no, but like y'all said, man, Caitlin Clark had the very first one forty point triple double in any tournament game ever. That girl yep. dropping like twenty eight, eight and eight, bro. And Russell, talking that shit too. Russell, <laughs> hey, Russell yep. Westbrook, Russell Westbrook stats, but uh, but um, but she's better than Russell Westbrook. Because her team wins when she does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the game changer right there. Yeah. Ooh, and like I said, her against the, her against South Carolina, that defense, Don Staley. Man. It's kind of bittersweet. Cause I kinda I kinda wanted this to be like uh like the national championship game, you know what I'm saying? Instead of it being like determine who gets to play in the national championship game, because I feel like these are probably on the women's side, these are the two best teams in the whole tournament. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be surprised either one of them took the whole trophy home. And don't sleep on I guess, and don't sleep on, on um don't be sleeping on LSU because LSU got a good little team too. Yeah, yeah, Angel, no. yeah, Angel Angel Reese. yeah they Angel, Angel Reese is that deal. And Virginia Tech is good too, cause they won the ACC, the women's ACC tournament. And yeah, they've been pretty seat. good. Yeah, nobody really talk about talk about Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech got a chance to. The B L S U. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the reason why they're one seed and they're mm-hmm. one seed. Look, I'm just glad Yeah, I, I think that's proper getting a proper due. Like I'm saying, like it's oh yeah. It's just it's it's good that they've been having the skill set for a while and only like the initiator that loves the basketball thing knows that the women's basketball is like is legit, pure to the basics, shot calling, you know what I'm saying? Um play calling, like if you want to see some true basketball, and I'm not shitting on the men's or anything like that, but you want to go back to the fundamentals and the breakdowns of like the foundational basketball game, you can watch the women's game. You can watch the women's um the college women's teams, and like you see that shit go go down for real. So it's good to see that in the focal point now. Honestly, you you, you want to know why? Why King Leon? You want to know why that we're not we're seeing you know probably more of a pure game in the women's in the women's you know in the women's tournament because again. We haven't seen the Steph Curry, the Steph Curryization of the women's side like we like we have with the men's side. That part, that part. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah. That is that, and it's like it's kind of happened with all sports across the board. But I feel like with basketball, and you could say with baseball, it comes to the, the analytics. They're going a little too hard on the analytics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So on the men's side, they just kind of watered it down too much to just. Shoot a three and get fouled. That's basically like do the James Harden, Trey Young thing all over again. You know what I'm saying? And that stuff gets kind of boring. Like I get that the numbers add up, that it's supposed to be the most efficient way to do it, stuff like that. But that shit ain't fun to watch, though. Nah, like everybody playing, everybody just shooting 
53s a game and making 12 of them, and that's how we do it. Like, that stuff gets old. I, I kind of miss, you know, the old school way where everybody, like, depending on who you play, there's a different style that you might come across. You know what I'm Perfect. saying? Like, this might be – they might have some twin towers and play inside out, and this other team might be perimeter-oriented. This other team might be, hey, we got one star, and we funnel everything through them, and we have a couple stars over here and do it. Instead of just everybody, like, just shoot threes. Shoot threes and get fouled. Yeah, the women's game yeah, is more yeah, like how it used to be. Is it, yeah. we, have, we have somebody like I said, we had we had real offensive sets being ran back back in the way back when. That part. Instead of the high, instead instead of everybody setting picks on the top of the key, we actually had real plays, you know, being being ran. That, that none, is none, true. None of this high pick and roll, none of this high pick and roll shit that we have every day, but real plays. Right. And I just want to let y'all know that the women's NCAA. Tournament set a regional attendance record this season. I think uh, in, the one that was in Seattle and Greenville, hmm. which is where I'm from. No, I'm, I'm not from Greenville, but <laughs> you live there now. <laughs> I, I live near. <laughs> but no, nah, they had like a combined eighty-two thousand fans. That's that's oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a Ooh. lot. So, but start putting some respect on these women's name, especially South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially with South Carolina, you know, they got Deuce Daly out there. I mean. I fucking do it all the time. Don Staley. They got, they got damn think, Don Staley. I've been thinking they related, man. I've been thinking the same thing. I've been thinking they related, Lloyd. No, like, no respect to Don. Like I said, Don. Hell no. No disrespect at all. But I've, I've been thinking about dudes too. I'm like, they got to be related somehow. I mean, if there is any disrespect, it's motherfucking comparing Don to Deuce because Don is far excelled Deuce in every way. Like that nigga Deuce. He was hot for like four games twenty years ago, and all I remember is he had like back to back two hundred yard rushing games. They're like, "Well, how the fuck did you do that?" It's like, "Well, I drink pickle juice." It's like, "Nah, nigga, that's not it. We got lucky." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But everybody know that Don is a beast. She was a beast as a player, and then yeah. since she came to there, South Carolina to be a coach, she changed the game. Remember, not too long ago, like probably like in the last ten years, like he was starting to say like. Oh man, the, the women's game is boring. It sucks because all of this is UConn. UConn gonna win all the time. We need to change things up for UConn, blah, blah, all that stuff. And Don Staley came in there and she kind of like, she was part of a whole movement of coaches that come in there and kind of change the game. Even Malky, when Malky went out there and did her thing, like there's all type of, it's more parody now. It's not just UConn doing their thing anymore. I, actually, UConn's kind of fall out the limelight now. Fell you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 They, that's, yeah they, all, that's all it was talking about. That's all that was like. If you were, like for a good Hold time. Hold on, you, you, UConn, you, you UConn and Tennessee every other year. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee. Yep. Was, yeah. UConn and Tennessee was running the sport. Yeah, Stanford. Oh, yeah. Stanford was too. Yeah, they were up there. Yeah, Stanford sure were. Yeah, because they were because Stanford was a one seed this year. Notre Dame, yeah, mm-hmm. Notre Dame too. Notre Dame and, and they're fine and they're fine, coach. Man, nigga, what you say? What you say? <laughs> Make me check and see if I got some eligibility left. <laughs> you said what? Man, look, bro. <laughs> I'm saying. Man, one time, look, one time for um, doing a thing though. One time for um, 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 doing a thing fashion wise too. Like you know, she's setting trends. Yeah. For fashion wise, like she knows the tension's on her. So you like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take advantage of this. And she's killing the game right now too with the fits. So you know that Louis Vuitton on like you know that's you know I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So it's cool, and I'm glad she was able to break that monotony because, like we were saying, like it was UConn for a good minute. We were talking about women. That's all we talked about was UConn, like because UConn was undefeated every about there every year. And so 
somebody to come in and break that up a little bit and bring some new blood to the game. Boom, here we go. And now we got it to where we're talking about them in front of the men's. Like, what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that, I mean, to be fair about it, I mean, obviously, like I said, just watching from an aesthetic point of view, I love watching the women's game more than the guys. I know the guys got the ceiling when it comes to the athleticism and stuff like that. But just in terms of watching it, it's, it's definitely better for the women's part of the game. But to be fair, that the women almost got an unfair advantage this year just because there's none of the big, recognizable blue blood names on the men's side that's in the final four. Like, I'm sure if it was Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, UCLA was the final four, like, we wouldn't be – we probably wouldn't start off with the women's tournament right now. We would definitely get to it because they deserve it, but we'll be talking about those additional powers. But because, yeah. you know, you got fucking San Diego State and fucking uh, FAU in there. I mean, FAU, yo, really? Like, San no beef to them, niggas. Do your thing. Shout out, to, shout out to the owls, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, man. come on. <laughs> Never had it on my bingo card. I don't think nobody did. Nope. Hey, nah. Hey, nah. Go off, though, right? And it's cool over there. I'm, I'm cool with seeing that. For a change to something different. Um, to be quite honest with you, I really wish that same type of um, deal that's going on with the men's and the um, different um, teams would go on in college football. But we know that's not going to happen. But nah, breaking. Uh, although I have I have a little bit of hope with the college football being some sea change going there. Like obviously, you know, Alabama, Georgia, they're going to basically always be up there. But with them expanding the playoffs, with the NIL deals, the transfer, transfer portal, portal, there'll be a little bit more. Parody in there. There'll be a little bit more sightings from a TCU up there than we would have had 15, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. But it's not going to be, like you said, it's not going to ever be like how we got the full parody of college basketball. And that also, that's college basketball because they got the one and done thing going on too. So nobody's really retaining anybody of note. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and, and really, and and like I said, not not just the transfer portal with football, but the transfer portal. And the extra COVID year has also, mm. you know, spread it out among yeah. Well. Bro, that COVID, that extra COVID year, bro. Extra COVID Ooh. year has really, really shook some things up. Like, yeah. like, like, you, like you got dudes playing for like for six, seven years. <laughs> man, that that motherfucker drew Timmy still at Gonzaga, man. I feel <laughs> like I was in high school when that nigga started playing at Gonzaga. <laughs> and he actually said that he's gonna um, this is gonna be his last. His last year, so he's not even gonna try to play again. That nigga had a choice. Uh, he, had one more, he, had one more, he had one more year left. God damn. Yeah. But yeah, but before we, I guess before we, in college, and you had that on, you know, you in grad school, you had that fifty-year-old dude that was in grad school still, or or was going to college still. Like, man, bro, just, you know, oh so man, got time to go. But okay, he just not ready to go play Israel yet. That's all that is. Lithuania, yeah, but let um, uh, but I guess before we talk a little bit more about the the men's final four, do y'all think anyone you think anyone can take down South Carolina? I think Iowa can. I think they can. Kate, I, I think Caitlin can. I think so. I think it's gonna be closer than what people think. I think it's gonna be under ten points. Mm. But I still think South Carolina's gonna win. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, you're going with Carolina. And I'm going with um, I'm going with LSU against yeah. Virginia Tech, and okay. be another rematch from that from the LSU South Carolina game. And I have I'm gonna have South Carolina win it by ten points. So, okay, so yeah. a perfect season. What you saying yeah. for for the, the Gamecocks? Perfect season, man. 
Perfect. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. I honestly think that uh, I think this game for South Carolina against Iowa is going to be the harder matchup for them. To be honest, no offense to LSU. I think that would probably be a reasonably good game too. But I think in some ways it's one of them cases where the real championship game, like I said before, is this game between South Carolina and Iowa. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like once South Carolina clears the Iowa hurdle, I think that whoever they face next, who I think is going to be LSU, I think they're going to be able to handle the business against LSU. And if it's against Virginia Tech, I think they probably definitely get them by at least 10 points, honestly. Oh, yeah. No offense to Virginia Tech. I think they'll drag Virginia Tech. That is me. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. But, yeah, I think. New challenge. New sound effects for y'all, bro. Like, don't know, man. This show keeps going. This show's going up. (laughs) Right. Now let's talk about. I know we already talked about the men's final four just a little bit. We talk about that more in depth. I think the game is what everybody wants to see is Miami against UConn, and that really should be the championship game. That that's just my opinion. Mm. I bet you CBS wished it was the championship game. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stat. I think this is the I think I read on Twitter that this is the first NCAA tournament ever that we're not getting a one, two, or three seed in the final four. Mm, oh, really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. yeah, let, let me find it. Let me find it again. I think I think I heard that stat too, and it's been trending that way. Since basically the Elite Eight, where all the top seeds were starting to fall off, they've been trending that way to where it's probably going to be like yeah. that. Because once they got to Elite Eight, they were able to set records as far as that seeding was going on anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, it is. And this is the first Final Four ever without a one, two, or three seed. That is crazy. I'm, 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 um, I'm intrigued to find out if anything changes next year regarding that. Like, you know, I'm not saying, you know, Maybe people behind the scenes might do something or whatever, whatever, whatever. But it might, you know, I'm just it'd be interesting to see something that might just like quote unquote happen to where the boys come back into the the final four again, one, two, or three C. Like this year, they yeah, come. I can see. Oh shit! Okay, you know something come. I can see them giving them like giving some of these teams like a second pair of jerseys. Like give a San Diego State some UCLA jerseys, just go in there and just change it out. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. make sure it doesn't happen ever again. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, I mean, I think as weird as it's been, you know, with a lot of the blue buds getting knocked down and stuff like that, not having a lot of those traditional powers in there. I think overall, the tournament's been fairly entertaining. I don't think it's the best tournament I've seen, but I think it's been fairly entertaining, and I do like. I do like the parody. I do like not being able to just be able to, you know, get your bracket and go chalk all the way and then I have nothing to worry about until you get to the final four and shit like that. I do like how open that is. But at the same time, like, I, I forgot uh, what podcast I was listening to, but uh, I want to say it was maybe the Bobani Jones podcast. And it was like, man, the thing about March Madness is everybody loves a, a Cinderella story until it's Cinderella versus Cinderella. And then nobody loves that shit anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting until you get George Mason versus Butler for the championship, and then nobody likes that shit. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> that's absolutely yeah, what it is, man. That's exactly <laughs> that. Colin Cowherd has been arguing this for years. You know, Colin Cowherd, he's he, the main person, hates the little guy. He always says it, man. They said the royalty 
the, the royalty again the big corporation the, the the big box stores you know walmart they, they eventually choke out you know the mama pops the mama pops are, are the cranes of the world yeah and just, just watch like next year you're gonna see they're gonna see the number one teams back into the finals again like somehow some way something's gonna yeah where it's going to return back to where it is uh uh, 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 a well-ranked team, a well-known team, going back into it. So we'll oh, see. How- well, well, I will say one thing though: a lot of the one, especially the one seeds this year, were probably some of the most flawed one seeds we've we've had like in, in a long time. Because again, Kansas, Bill Self didn't coach, didn't coach. You know, I don't think in any of the tournament. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, Bill Self didn't coach any of the tournament. Damn, Purdue only had one player. <clears throat> Purdue literally just had one player. Houston. That's I that's Sean Bradley, motherfucker. <laughs> Sean Bradley. <laughs> as, as a Houston, Houston, pretty much, I, I think underachieved. I think out of all the one seeds, maybe they were the one who I'm probably surprised that they they didn't look sharp. You know, coming into the tournament, and, they didn't. And, and Bama, Bama had so much luggage hanging over their heads that I didn't think they, they had all them shooters, man. They, they had all them shooters. Hey, they shot themselves like the Sweet all Sixteen. The all the shooters. <laughs> All the shooters of Alabama. So, Shooting a shot. <laughs> so yeah, this is the most flawed, you know, one season that we had. And again, some of the traditional one seeds that we've had, you know, the the, the Carolina, the traditional blue bloods, the Carolina, the Carolinas, you know, the Kansases, they just have. Hey, I, I think that again, the traditional powers should be stronger next year. I think uh, you put on that B. UNC has a tough recruiting class coming in. That's that's be, next. That's that's next year. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, next. You talk about after two thousand twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-four. So, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, this was this year's decent though, but they ain't like next year's. So. Okay, but still, though, I think some of the traditional powers are still going to probably be stronger, stronger next year than they were this year. Again, like we just said, it transfer portal nil. In fact, nil is the reason why Baycott's coming back. Yeah. Because again, Baycott probably going to be playing in Lithuania. If he if he goes to the draft, yeah. and Baycott, they said again six ten centers. If there's not a market for him right now in, in the in the I mean in the NBA, nope. unless nope. you can shoot, especially especially right. if you don't know what the fuck it is that nigga do well. <laughs> yeah. so, so again, again, him coming back makes sense in the NIL era. So yes. Same reason why Drew Jimmy is apparently still playing for Gonzaga. And NIL is the reason why Miami's in the Final Four. Let's all be real. Back. They they opened up the possibility. That's the main reason why. Yeah. Shout out John Ruiz. Yep. Good man. Never Shapiro. Look, Never Shapiro, the GOAT. The neutron. Like money. If NIL was there when he was there, bruh. Yeah, because I want to call him. Who's that kid that they got? I think he. They got from Kansas State. Nigel Pack. Yeah. yeah. Nigel Pack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I knew. I knew it was real then. I knew yeah. it was real then. I thought Miami's playing a different game out here now. Oh yeah, they doing stuff. This Miami is playing a different <laughs> game. They're both in basketball and football. That stuff they doing. <laughs> that stuff they doing now is legal now. Yeah, man. Now it's legal. Yeah, it's it's now. <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying. I mean, shout out to Miami and uh, shout out to their coach Jim Larinaga, man. Like he uh he took that George Mason oh. team to the Final Four way back when too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. I think Miami's a little bit of a product of you know the ACC was probably it's probably the worst ACC's been in a long time. You oh, think about it, you know what I'm saying? Bad. I mean, you, somebody's got to win it, but you know, like outside of obviously Miami, 
and then whatever Duke scrounged together there towards the end, it wasn't really like a lot coming out of the ACC this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. were able to take not advantage of that. And not even Virginia, who Brandon hates with the uh, with oh. the heat, heat, heat of a thousand suns. Oh, I can't stand that team. Because they play that fucking gym, that that motherfucking that Naismith basketball when they right. fucking shoot in the peach basket. <laughs> they probably did that, yeah. But speaking of Virginia, man, you all remember the 2019? That damn uh, Final Four was so trash. I didn't even watch that game. No, y'all don't. Yeah, it was yeah. between Virginia and um Texas, Texas Tech. Oh, like, yeah, yeah but uh, but Beer, oh. Chris Beer was the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I skip by that one. Yeah. yeah I, oh, I fell asleep on that. Oh, I, I don't think I really watched. I, I actually fell asleep. I, don't, I watched it, but I don't remember a damn thing about it. Besides, I know it had to be hella boring because they had them yeah. two boring ass schools in there. Yeah. And that was like on the cusp before the damn pandemic and shit, too. So it was like, mm. yeah. So I was still. I mean, the pandemic might slick be their fault. Let's be real. <laughs> 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 Between them and Rudy Goldberg. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, they, it's the ball and Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah. They're the reason why we got analytics in sports because they bore the game down. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out damn, to damn, damn. Yeah. Yeah, but, but don't think about UConn, though, man. UConn, in fact, I think UConn was like a dark horse. It was and, like a dog horse coming into the tournament for a lot of people for some reason. And I'm glad you said that because I'm looking on, on ESPN right now. I'm looking at like week eight. UConn was ranked number two. They were 13 and 0 at that time. Then, then they lost a couple of games. They were struggling. And then they the after. I don't know what happened around the end of the season. They just got they st- got their itch together and just playing like the number two team that they should have been. Yep. Uh, UConn is legit. I think. That game between them and Miami, that's gonna be a dang. That's gonna be a tough one. I think Miami is good too. UConn. I think UConn's gonna. I think UConn is gonna I, win. I, I'm probably gonna have UConn. The reason why, I think you know Miami. In fact, Texas was dragging Miami like <laughs> except for like the last five minutes of the. Uh, well, they just forgot how to shoot. <laughs> yeah, they forgot how to play <laughs> basketball. Yeah. <laughs> But Jason was dragging Miami for most of that game before, yeah. before you know, the before they made a comeback. So yeah. if they get behind UConn like that, I don't see. But like, oh no, but, but no, no. You saw what happened to Gonzaga when they fell behind. You saw what happened to them. Yeah, guys. Yeah, like I said, I was it's like Mark Few is gonna Mark Few. That man can never get him a championship. <laughs> Two thousand seventeen. Could have had one then, 2021, when they played Baylor, the undefeated season. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he'll, he'll grow eyebrows before he win a championship. I'll tell you that. Man. But. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I mean, oh, it's, it's UConn. It's, 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 it's talk now after we talked about the women's. Right. Interesting. Okay. I, I feel like every time that – I feel like it is kind of prime and ready for UConn to probably win this year because it feels like the most of the time when they win the championship is when people don't really expect them to win the championship. Mm-hmm. It's when they fuck around winning, it, like when they won it with Kemba, when they won with Shabazz and those guys. Yeah, and I saw ESPN. I think over like the last 
I want to say over the last 20 or 25 years, like UConn has won like the second most or second most national championship in that same time span. They won like four times. Shoot. Yeah, because I, I you would, I, you would I, never think about it. When it was I, the last time, bro, how the water was it? Kevin Ali, the coach, the coach then? Yeah, that motherfucker got fired. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have his hands in the cookie jar? Something happened with that dude, but yeah. He, he did. I think he did. I think it was also one of those like uh situations where his personality kind of started to get on everybody's nerves. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, you're not you're not really even that good. Like, you just kind of winning with Jim Calhoun's players. And Basically, I think they were probably right about that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seen that happen a lot of times. That happened with Miami back in with, with, dang, Larry Coker for football. I mean. I think that, look, it's, it's slick. It's slick kind of happened with Hubert Davis last year, even though they didn't win the championship. Yeah, all those players were, are, are word players. I mean, <laughs> all there we go. <laughs> but I mean, at least all, but good thing is like he was assistant. He was assistant to Roy. Fair, but, I mean, fair. but yeah, Ooh, but, yeah, I like but that. Early, but that's true. But that is true. Oh, but yeah, y'all just talking about speaking of. I'm gonna talk about Miami, man. Y'all remember that that Miami squad they had back in 2000, maybe 2012. They had Barry Larkinson, Shane Larkin. Shane Larkin, yeah, that yeah, bastard, man, that little that light skin sack of shit kept making shots on North I'm Carolina. That, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I'm gonna tell, <laughs> tell you, I don't think he was good at. If dudes like set up a screen, he just dribble and shoot it. That's all thing he got. He it was on the that Austin happened. Rivers, man. <laughs> yeah, Austin Rivers was better than him to me, but yeah, because he was like two inches taller. That's why <laughs> if they were the same height. They'd be the same dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just them. They had like some bigs on that team too. They made, yeah. I don't know if Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight run, but that was a, a good Jim Larinaga team. But Jim Larinaga is actually is a. I kind of knew when they when uh, Miami hired him. I think whatever that he stands because what the dude name was Stan is it Stanley? What is the dude's name that they got in trouble with? It was part of that Never Shapiro thing. Frankie, Frank, Frank, something. That dude, but he on Jim Larinaga took over him, and I like, damn man, Miami's gonna be be good as hell. No, Jim yeah. Larinaga's a good coach. Yeah, he's a real yeah. good coach. He's a good coach. And and, and and especially now now with Jim Beheim, Jim Beheim retiring, he's probably the OG in the ACC now. Yeah, Jim Beheim. It was time yeah. to go about ten years ago. <laughs> after he yeah, won the championship. That's fair. I mean, from the minute, honestly, from the minute they went to the ACC, he probably should have hung it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teams like Syracuse, who got, like, history, like, in the Big East, especially when they had a rivalry with um with Georgetown. I'm like, yeah, that shit ain't going to be the same again. So, Not really yeah, cause I don't even know who's just, all in the Big East anymore. That's just like with Maryland. They don't know, bro. The, the, the teams who are in the Big East don't know who, who are in the Big East right now. But the Big East? Because the Big been... East is basically the American and the Big East is what it used to be, the Big East, right? And then the rest of them kind of got scattered all over the place. But it seemed like the Big East was like the the like maybe the, the strongest conference this year. I mean, they had Marquette was good. They were just beating the hell out yeah. of each other. Providence, Xavier. I'm trying to see somebody else that was – I think Creighton is in the Big East. Creighton, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Creighton Blue Jays. That the Blue Jays, yeah. Ain't, ain't talking about Toronto Blue Jays either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we all just gotta give 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 the props where it's 
get a props where it's due with uh with Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is they, yeah, they, yeah. they decent. Like, they and they are and they young they, too. They were ranked, yeah. They were they were ranked for you know a good part of the a good part of the year. So yeah, they got don't, something. Just a, just the reason. What I don't even know a conference they in. Are they in conference USA? Yeah, they're conference USA, right? Okay. They they move mm-hmm. to Big Twelve or somebody. No, no, they're moving to the AAC next year. I want to say, at least their football team is. They oh, got gotcha. basketball team should follow too. But yeah, but they're moving. I think they moved to the AAC, the AAC next year. Got gotcha. you, but yeah, they should be good next year too. Because like I said, they ain't, they're not losing anyone. No, I hope no. the coach don't. Hope I don't think they hope the coach of vacancies get full because they could do my coach somewhere. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think most of those coaching vacancies have been filling up over the last like two days. Like they've been signing coaches like hot fire, so yeah. they might fuck around and be able to keep it for another hey. year. Hey, if you want to go to Kennesaw State, go on to Kennesaw State. Yeah, you know that's not going to happen, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, man, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raheem just left, didn't he? Yep, yeah, for South Florida. Mm. Uh, hey, Kennesaw, Tampa, Kennesaw, Tampa. I mean. Yeah, I don't think people leave Florida to go to Kennesaw. I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) I mean, Kennesaw's not that. Let's just call it spade a spade. That was a stopping point. Kennesaw's not that far from Atlanta, but you can be in Tampa. Well, there's a look. We all we all live around the Atlanta area, area, and there's a lot of places that claim Atlanta. They ain't fucking Atlanta. So (laughs) (laughs) there's, there's people that stay at. There's people that stay in Douglasville and call that Atlanta. We know, we really know what's real. You know what I'm saying? So you can be any, <laughs> you can be anywhere. <laughs> that real talk. I had a homie that told me like, "Hey man, I'm coming up to Georgia. To kick, I'm coming up to Atlanta to kick it and stuff like that." I'm like, bet, bet, bet. And he came up to a, he came up to Atlanta. I was like, "All right, man, where you at?" It's like, "Man, I'm in Douglasville." I was like, "Motherfucker, that is not Atlanta." <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that what six, that's where Six Flags at, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, I'll find, yeah. I was, hold on, hold on. Chris from Douglasville. Don't tell <laughs> Chris from Douglasville, man. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you might as well say he in Carrollton. <laughs> nah, I got people saying Villa Rica. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, my Rica. God. That's another one. Villa Rica, you might as well say Augusta. Or... <laughs> Not Augusta, damn. Damn, Birmingham. 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 Even yeah. well oh. Birmingham, dog. Damn. Columbus or something like, all right, man. Yeah, but yeah, it isn't going to be Atlanta. Going to be Atlanta, but right. Stopping point is going to happen for you know, what I'm saying Kansas State. You, I, I'm thinking that's going to be how it's going to be. Kansas State going to be like that. That stop point for a lot of coaches moving forward. So, I mean, it's a mid major school. That's it's always going to be that. But mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. So. Gotta get somebody that's uh, on the way up. Or somebody on the way out, like a couple years ago, they could have got their hands on Rick Pitino. I mean, who knows what the fuck they could have done? You know what I'm saying? That would have been fun. That would have been fun. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, what? So got, yeah, who? Yeah, get somebody like that. Like, maybe, I mean, shit. I mean, I don't know what Larry Brown old ass is doing, but maybe go get Larry Brown, have nah, him be your coach. Was, because- <laughs> this man was at S- that man was at SMU. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't he bang your moody ass right he, he, no, he didn't even get a chance to play for him. <laughs> the whole reason down. he went to coach SMU was to get Emmanuel Moutier, and he didn't even get to play. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think Damn. I it was because his grades or something. Woo. Yeah, because you're dumb. He's on the Antonio Camardi. I'm just straight dumb. Damn. 
Because that nigga couldn't read. <laughs> Bobby Bowden, I think even Bobby Bowden said that motherfucker couldn't read. <laughs> oh, man, I shouldn't be laughing. Man, bro. <laughs> but again, we know it. Shout out to hell, man. Shout out to Antonio Camardi. I heard he's on that Nick Cannon. He's like a kid 12 or 13, so shout out to him. Shout out to Crow. Shout out to Crow, man. Not definitely not a shout out to his pull out game. Opportunist here. Shout out to Phillip Rivers because he got a damn football team. His damn self. No, not shout out to Phillip Rivers. Shout out to his wife. She's the one who pushed the football team out of herself. She spent like half her life pregnant. I mean, (laughs) shout out to her. That was a funny ass story. He was saying, it was saying like uh, uh, Austin Eckler, I think, was saying, talking about how he was at camp with um, Phillip Rivers. And he was at practice, and Philip Rivers was there with his kids, and he he thought they he thought Philip Rivers was bringing like some kids from the Boys and Girls Club or something to the to the to the practice field to show them how to play football. They're like, nah, bro, that's his kids. Like, what? All twelve of them? Like, he had a whole youth group out there. He thought, you know, I thought he was like, you know, they're bringing out like kids to show how football life is, and and maybe you can aspire to be a football player like him. Like, nah, bro, that's his kids. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't know that Philip Rivers was the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Damn. <laughs> well, him and Nick Cannon, they are the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club of America. That's them too, man. Damn, man. I can't imagine 12 kids, bro. I can't imagine 12. No. 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 No, that's, called, that's pain and torture. <laughs> Cruel, unusual How? punishment. How? You can't do that. Well, you know, you can, but Godspeed, man. That's all. Again, you got it. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's what yeah, I say to him. You got it. Ain't no choice, really. <laughs> you got yeah. it, man. Yeah. You, you made all the money. You, you, you made all the money you could in the league, man. And now, hey, hey, you can take care of him. You can take <laughs> care of him. You got it. Yes, he can. He he, he definitely has it. Yeah. Let's see. You got it. Yeah, but um, before we put a bow on this, on this final four topic, who do y'all think is gonna win this game between San Diego State and on uh, Florida Atlantic? Man, that's rough, man. That's rough. I'm gonna help y'all out. I'm, I'm I, I got Florida Atlantic winning that game. I got on um, San Diego State for whatever reason because I'm just hearing like how yeah. the hype, like they were just they that team was just as good beforehand. It's just not as they time to finally get the shine. So a, a, a team that should be playing in the Pac-12. Them and Gonzaga and St. Mary's, but that's just another that's another topic. Give it time with the way these uh, conferences are going, they'll be there soon enough. But uh, I'll say, and this is rough, man. Cause I, I I give so little fucks about both of these schools. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Florida Atlantic. I just, I mean, just the way they were operated. Operating in that Kansas State game, there's something about them that seems like somebody sprinkled some pixie dust on them, like it's their time to shine. So I'm going to go with them. Although, I mean, you could probably make the same argument about the Creighton game with San Diego State. Like both of those games kind of mirrored each other in a lot of ways. But I'm going to lean with Florida Atlantic. I think it's going to be Florida Atlantic versus UConn. And I'm going to take UConn to beat Florida Atlantic because college basketball needs UConn to win it. Because I don't know what's going to happen to Florida Atlantic <laughs> or San Diego State wins the whole thing. What happens to college basketball after that? The Lord doesn't want to find out. The Lord doesn't want to find out. 
I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if they'll contract the tournament to like sixteen teams or expand it to three hundred teams if that happens. So, <laughs> for the sake of all of us, let's just hope that UConn can pull it out. Fair. That's valid. Valid. I mean, I can see that. I mean, but, I, but, but like I said, they go state for service. Like like you like you and all though. I think I got said they go state too at uh, closing. Even though I like the Florida Atlantic story. Um, like I said, I, I'm really you know. Kind of in a way, glad that Florida Atlantic, you know, has gotten here. Like I said, any other chance, I probably would would choose them because you know what? Well, Boca Raton is a very, very, very nice place, but San Diego is cool too, man. So for some reason, man, I, I'll take the Aztecs in this one and the close one. Isn't Boca Raton where all the old people go to retire? Pretty much. That's where the money's at. I'm, I can tell you that. <laughs> old money. Yeah. yeah, that's a social security check. The AARP is down there. <laughs> Good old poker. Yes. And as I already said, I got you I got UConn winning the championship over Florida Atlantic, you know. With the Hawkins, that Hawkins guy, I forgot his name, but he's gonna be the he's gonna be the most outstanding player. Okay. I do want I, I'm gonna see K I wanted to see Chaos and say San Diego State just take it all. Damn. Who? I just want San Diego State get it all. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, he just, just to see the yeah. world. He, he wants to see. He wants to see the madness that's going to happen. Yeah, he wants yeah. to he's, he's, the age of the chaos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just want to see. Some people just want to see the world burn, man. Right, <laughs> right. Alfred said it's the best. Like I just want to see the world. I want to see how they. <laughs> I want to see the reactions. I want to see the the parade because they ain't got no team no more. Ain't San Diego don't like. All the teams up for the Padres and the Padres, and they can kiss my ass too. You know what I'm saying? Like, this would be good for them. Yeah. Wait, what did, what did the, what did the Padres do to you? Oh, they're in the National League. I mean, they're. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You <laughs> Braves fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like that spending street. Ah, uh, yeah. You know. So, but. Up. Yes, indeed. On, on to the next topic, the MLB, and um, I owe everybody an apology. I said that the the, uh, the opening night was tonight. It's actually tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. yeah but, but, but but by the time you good listeners listen to listen to this podcast, like I say it, it'll, it'll be yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be opening night by the time y'all do listen. Though. But of course, listen before so you can definitely see you know definitely hear hear us you know give our great predictions of what we think is going to happen at MLB this year, starting now. And of course, you know, if you are listening to us, then you definitely found us on one of our many streaming platforms that we're on. Right now, you know, we're streaming live for, on YouTube, live on Facebook, though, but at the same time, man, you, you know, you can find us on all platforms everywhere, except for Pandora, because Pandora still be BSing out here. We ought to keep saying it, <laughs> because it's the damn truth. Perfect. Uh, but for real, but for everybody though, man, of course, man, just shout out to to everybody who who's who's found us. Even though, even if you've been with us for the first hundred and three episodes, or if you're listening for to us for the very first time, we thank you all for tuning in. Check out our sponsor, man, CJ Sneaker Lab. You know, he doesn't just he doesn't just get your sneakers right. He get he gets he gets your shoe game right. Period. In fact, mm-hmm. man, I actually got a couple of Stacys. I'm going to send to CJ, man, and just have them, you know. Bring them back to life, man. Because not not only you know Stacy's are classics, 
the motherfuckers were were, were damn expensive. So I'm going to get as much as uh, I So so again, shout out to shout out to CJ oh. man. Like I said, uh, he, he's he's a good dude, great dude man. Said active in the community, support yeah. the businessman, support black businesses man. Said the, 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 the absolutely. Dude, the dude definitely does great work, man. So shout out to CJ Sneaker Lab. I feel like um I feel like CJ's um he needs he should have been at the world premiere of um that air movie that came out. It's coming out. Like he should have been. He like, probably was. Damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking about getting tickets, you know, for for the premiere, but it just didn't just didn't work out, man. Like I said, uh, there's you know too too much other things you know going on this week, unfortunately, yeah, to yes. check out air. But I do actually plan on checking it out. You know, probably sometime. Later, it looks interesting. I want to see. I like. I look because they um they had um the the guys that uh, that Matt Damon's playing, Sonny Fakiro. They had him like on the whole, mm-hmm. um, they talking throughout all the uh, sports um shows, whatever, talking about his story. So it's interesting that story too. Like the whole yeah you know, whole breakdown of how Nike became with Nike because of Jordan. You know, so it's like okay, and what Sonny Fakiro did. The, you know what I'm saying? Put Jordan into the um, stratosphere. So, like, oh, okay. Also, also Sonny Vaccaro was also one of the early advocates for student athletes. Yep. Because he's one of the major, first major voices who called BS on the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. They only get them, let them get that money, man. Get that paper. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was one of the first major dudes who called the NCAA on this shit. He was about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I never knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's cool. Just see that story get put to life. And just weird to see um, Jason Bourne playing, but that's cool. <laughs> no, I, I know it, it's weirder see, seeing Batfleck play Phil Knight, right? And we pretend. That, can we can, can we just pretend like he didn't play Batman? Can we do that? <laughs> 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 can we just act like that shit didn't happen? <laughs> I will say though. Wait, I will say this, Lord. I will say this. Though. It's kind of like Andrew Garfield being Spider Man. Can we just pretend like that didn't happen too? <laughs> Whoa, that's blasphemy. Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, I mean, look, look, look Andrew Garfield. Look, look he look, might be better than uh, what's the short white boy name that playing Spider-Man? Name Spider-Man uh-huh. now. He might be better than him. Yeah, yeah, he might be better than him. Right, his movies suck. Like Garfield's movies suck, right? But he was a good Spider-Man. Everything else around him sucked. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. I mean, we know who the real Spider-Man is. Tobey Maguire. We know that. Ooh. Everybody grew up with the OG Tobey Maguire, man. I love this though. But I will say this though. Again, going back to Batfleck, I will say this though. The best, the best Batman fight scenes were, were, were was in Batman versus Superman. That was the way Batman should be fighting in the movies. As good as I don't the- know. Did you see? Did you see Robert Pattinson's Batman? Like he was putting paws on them kids, man. He was. He was putting paws like Ben Affleck's Batman was though. I will give that. I will give that to Patterson Batman. Patterson Batman was whooping ass. He was. I will give yeah. that the aspect to him though. I think that if there was one weakness in the Christopher Nolan series was that the fight choreography was ass. Let's just be real about it, man. This might and be it's the way thing. it's the way they shot it too. They did a lot of cutting away shots. We didn't really see what was happening too. You know what I'm saying? So I would agree with you on that. The slow core again. The slow choreography. It it, it didn't look like. Maybe because it was a certain aesthetic that he had to still stick to, but it definitely didn't look like the Batman, the way well, Batman should be. Up until, up until Bane whooped his ass, but I would say, I would say, uh, you're gonna change. I feel like you're gonna change your tone, man, because I know you saw the um the Flash trailer. And you see how Batman looking like he's doing some, you know, Arkham Asylum type stuff now in that trailer. So 
you know, damn, the, the title might go back to Michael Keaton after this movie come out. But anywho, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, first off, Michael Keaton is my Batman. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out. Now, that's my Batman. I, Christian Christian Bale did a great job. I ain't mad at him. But Michael Keaton, he's he's Batman. Like he said in the trailer, you know, what I'm saying he's Batman. You know what I'm saying? But uh, when it comes to just like like Reggie said, just I mean, just distilling it down purely just to the fight scenes and the action choreography. I guess in that sense, we got to give it to 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 fucking Affleck because Tim Burton did the Michael Keaton Batman, and Tim Burton doesn't really do like action fight sequences like that anyway. He's more about the general aesthetic around the whole environment, all that shit like that. Like when it comes to like who had the best bat suit, who had the best Batmobile, and stuff like that. Like that's clearly Michael Keaton. Like there's no fighting about that shit. That's clearly Michael Keaton. But the only thing bad Affleck, I mean, Ben Affleck even looked terrible in the Batman suit, right? He just looked bloated as fuck, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I would say he was more comic accurate because, like, um, you know, he did a couple of things that he looked. But that's just a personal opinion, too. But I get where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. No, this is exactly why we need to definitely, you know. Wait, we'll talk offline about this one all, though. Back to our regular schedule program. We need to talk <laughs> offline so we can definitely get... When I don't know, know exactly where I'm going with this, man, because this is something that we've been talking about putting together for a minute. So we, we yeah, preview to come. We call that a tease, right, Ricky? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm, that's yeah. professional shit right there. Mm. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, Absolutely. yes, it is. But let's get a B talk going though. What's up? Yeah, I like. So, I let's know, man. That joint just snuck up my eye. I was like, dang. After the MLB clash, I'm like, dang. Then we got. New season, like new baseball coming up, like literally tomorrow. And I remember these. Yep, I remember <laughs> them. I, I will, just can't. I will say this: I'm really, and I like this going forward. I'm gonna try this again next year. The World Baseball Classic really got me excited more for MLB. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like the World Baseball Classic just gave me, for whatever reason, just how, how the presentation was, or how they just kept. It just they kept initiating it with you and I just throwing it at you just so you could watch it. But watching the World Baseball Classic was dope enough. To like, all right, I'm ready for MLB. Like, I'm you know what I'm saying? Shohei Utani just showed out too. So it was like, all right, like I'm ready to see him. I can go ahead and start using that to go with his team with you know playing now. So his slow ass team. <laughs> right. I mean, that's about, that's all that's all the action he's gonna get is in that WBC because we know yeah. they ain't gonna make the playoffs again. Like they always miss the playoffs. Even though they keep telling me how dope him and Mike Trout are, and they miss the playoff every year, even though they're in that shitty ass division, they miss it every damn year. And so hey, you know that he's just ready to get that money now. So yeah, yeah. that's just, cool, man. You know, if he wants that money and he wants some championships, we all know where he need to go. Yeah, to the Braves. We know where oh, that. Here we go. Here he go. The Braves with that with the cute little three championships y'all got. That's how you got three, four. All right. Anyway, the real championship is going to come to New York. <laughs> but we got, you know, the multiple double champion, double digit championships over here. We come over Mets? here. The, the Mets? <laughs> the Mets. The Mets. Well, last time the Mets been in the playoff. Look, <laughs> there's only one team in New York. There's one team. There's only one team. Mm. All right. There's only one team there. Okay. How much money they spending up there? They still, we know where they at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're right. We know that. Yeah, you right. You right about the Mets. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see them choke this year. Like, they yeah, they choke all the time. They spend all yeah. the money. How much? Then they spend the most money last off season too and miss the playoffs. Yep. 
won a lot of games too. Ain't that some, the dude that used to play with the Dodgers? Ain't he with the Mets or he with the Phillies? One of them teams in the NL East that's yeah. not gonna do shit. Ain't he went to the Mets? Maybe. Somebody went to the Mets. Yeah. Uh, they got a shortstop or something, right? Trey Turner? I don't know. Was it Trey Turner? Yeah, no, Trey Turner oh, was the Phillies. Oh, that's who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's I'm who. Yeah, yeah, that's who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like we but... still talk too much about them mess. Oh, yeah. Remember, they did that thing with fucking Carlos Correa where they brought him in, him. did the yeah. press conference, and then they found yeah. out that he had like a bum knee or a bum soul or whatever the hell it was and he couldn't do it anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Send him off the world. You think he went back to the Twins now, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Ask him to stay there, really. That was yeah, you should have. Yeah, hilarious, man. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, but, but but even with but yeah, man. So so as we all know, man, the Astros are the defending defending World Series champions, man. So so again, they won it on the on the pitching of somehow of of somehow you know Justin Verlander who somehow defied Father Time last year. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, somehow. There's something about baseball. Anytime people somehow define Father Time, I mean, we don't know if history can tell us anything about that. You know, it's not like the Astros, the baseball has some kind of history or stuff. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Oh, and, and he went to the Mets too, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what that's what he ain't going to do shit there. Yep. Yeah. Yes, he did. He definitely went to the Mets. Again, the Mets, the Mets' entire staff is built around 238 plus year olds. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Look, man. I hear I hear when they're good. When they're good, they're good. When they're good, that might be the two best said two best pitchers in baseball. But again, they're they're 38 plus years old. Right. Has anybody even won with two 38-year-old pitchers? Like two pitchers that old. Has anybody done any significant winning like that? Kurt, Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. But that was back in 2001. Oh, I thought it was in their. I don't even think so either. I think Randy. I think was, I think I think maybe maybe Kurt Schilling was old and on his way out, but I think Randy Johnson might have been right at like that thirty-five-ish age range, oh, okay. some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Johnson was that dude, though. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Remember that time he was he until, that until fastball until, and, and, and hit that hit bird. that bird. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Pete at for that? Right, right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, but fuck yeah, Randy Johnson though, man. Because we we brought him to the Yankees. He didn't do a damn thing with the Yankees. So fuck Randy Johnson, man. He really did, bro. They hyped that shit. I remember when they hyped that shit up so 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 hard, Lord. They were like, Randy Johnson come to the Bronx, man. I was like, oh damn, but then yeah. Yeah, he was supremely mediocre the whole time and cried and bitched the whole time. Couldn't wait to get his old ass out of there. Yeah, man, that's what happened when the Southern dude goes up to New York, you know. He was past his prime, like Lloyd said. He was way past his prime to have he brought him in to be a major part of his staff. So, yeah. Right. And I was like, I knew what the time it was. I was like, man, he's old. He's on that country bumpkin shit. Like, he ain't going to like it up here, all that stuff. But it's like, nah, man. It's the big unit, though. The big unit. 
Remember what he did with the Diamondbacks, though? Remember what he was A-Rod and Ken Griffey, though? It's like, man, that was like a billion years ago. He's going to be trash. And then he was trash. That was when they brought Kevin Brown in there, and that motherfucker was trash, too. Oh, man, I forgot about Kevin Brown. Damn. Look, man, y'all, y'all Yankees have uh, an astute um, way of just doing that, though. Y'all got these cats, Patsy Pons, and put them on the squad. Like, y'all keep doing that. <laughs> Yeah, we just got money to blow, man. We just throw, we just be we like set money on fire sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we see, we see that. But yeah. now, now, here's the question, though, man. Do y'all think y'all did enough for the offseason to actually build around Aaron Judge? And that was kind of fun. That was a funny old little storyline because that became a whole thing. <laughs> God, did he I, sign I, with I the Giants? See, I tell you the truth, I didn't see Judge ever leaving New York. I thought it was just. It I, I, I agree with you, Reggie. Like, you already in the Mecca, yo. Like, you're going to leave to go play for San Francisco? That don't even make no damn sense. <laughs> like what we were talking about before, where you got, like, you go coach at Kennesaw State to go get a real job. Like, you don't you don't go to the real job and then go to Kennesaw State. Like, nobody's going from Duke to go coach at Kennesaw State. Nobody goes from the Yankees to go play for the San Francisco Giants. That's not how it works. That's, just, oh, man. that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew he wasn't going to leave. What would be your excuse to leave? Like, there's no way the Giants got more money than us. There's no way they got a bigger media market than us. There's no way that you're more comfortable playing there than you already been playing for the Yankees all the time. So it didn't really make any sense to go there in the first place. My thing with Aaron Judge is the same thing with fucking John Carlos Stanton. I just need y'all to be healthy for like 130 games apiece. All right, John Carlos Stanton, like, I don't know if it's just too much bodybuilding too much steroids. I don't know, but he always had the weirdest muscle injury, like tearing abdomen muscles and pec muscles and batting practice, and also he's out for two months and shit. It's like, just be healthy. And the, my main concern with us is always going to be the pitching staff. Yeah, the pitching you, staff, especially the back end of the bullpen. Say that again? So did y'all, yeah, did somebody, yeah, did one of y'all pitchers get hurt like sometime during, the, during spring, like the past two weeks? I know the yeah, um, Nestor Nestor Cortez has something just happened uh recently. Yeah. Nasty Nestor, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not really too worried about him because Nasty Nestor got like he got like an old dad playing softball type game. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing he does is predicated on athleticism or real ability. Like he just goes up there and fools you with his dad bod and slow pitching motion, and then you bewilder and you miss that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not worried about that. You know what I'm saying? Like as long as we can stay healthy and when you look at our division this year, it's kind of crazy because the Red Sox are going to suck as per usual. And then we got uh, the Blue Jays where we don't really know. We're waiting to see if they're going to take that next step up or not. They got a lot of young talent because they got a lot of players who dads used to play in the majors there. We're waiting to see if they're going to make that next step up or not. The only team I'm really worried about in our division, weirdly enough, is the fucking Tampa Bay Rays because for some reason, we can beat everybody else like a drum, and then we'll go there to them and get beat twelve nothing like all the damn time, all the time. Yeah, actually gonna yeah. say the Orioles. Orioles oh, are coming God. up. Yes, they. Are. Oh my God! And Buck Showalter still there talking shit. Oh, Showalter with the Mets. That's a great yeah, thing. Yeah, with the Mets. Oh Showalter God, Mets. Jesus, Jesus Christ. How he keep getting? How him and Dusty Baker keep getting jobs? The world will never know. Hey. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm surprised but Dusty I, came back. I'm surprised right. Dusty came back this year. I really but you know what you said? Yeah, go out on top, winning that ring. You know what I'm saying? That probably would have been a smart play. 
But no, I'm not worried about the Orioles. I don't even think I can name a player on their team. I ain't sweating. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. <laughs> An active player. An active player this century. No more from a quarter century ago, Brandon. Oh, okay. Damn, well, I think we can talk about Brady Anderson when Brady Anderson had that oh, random shit. 50 home run season and nobody could figure out how it happened. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot about that dude. Brady. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but when they had uh that that black dude, what's his name? Uh, Adam Jones, and he was really good for like a year and a half. Everybody was hyping him up, and then he went to the Diamondbacks, and nobody heard from him again. I'm oh, not worried about the Orioles. Too. <laughs> wow, I remember they were hyping the shit out of him. Yeah, they were. They were. Absolutely, though, man. But yeah, how y'all how y'all feel about y'all Braves this year, man? Because y'all division last year was slick. Like, highly competitive. Like, y'all were probably yeah. the best team in the division, oh, but the, somehow the third best team in the division made it to the World Series. Yeah, that end up that, um, I'm about to say NFC South, but that, that, um, NL East is gonna be some, that's gonna be crucial, some serious again this year. Yeah, I know. again, I, I, as much shit talking as we gave, as we gave the Mets, but again, uh, I, even though, yeah, we, we, we always gonna clown the Mets, they did jump out, you know, to that. 10-game lead early on, man. Like I said, where there was a soft schedule, us not having our shit together, it is what it is. The Mets, again, like I said, they, we said it, with, with Scherzer and back, you know, even though the Grom's no longer on the team now, when they're on, they might be the best two, they were the best in the one-two punch in the entire damn league. But, again, one is one was old, one is old. One got and one got hurt all the damn time. You so one came back like half. Never there, but you know, I think the, I would be more scared of the Mets if they didn't soft contact the ball so damn much. The only power hitting you you really get from the Mets is from Peter Alonso. Alonso, yep. He, that's the only power. That's the only power that that, that you that you actually get from them. But of course, like you said, but it's Buck Showalter. So again, you're not going to get you know the. You're not going to get what you call flashy baseball or whatever. You're always going to get, you know, fundamentally sound, again, soft contact, you know, just hit for bloopers rather though. It's a really, it's a really boring brand of baseball to watch, but they were very, very effective at it. Now, with, with, with them with them no longer having, you know, Edwin as the closer now, that's that's going to be a big X factor. Because I definitely think, you know, that, that Diaz was the best closer in baseball last year. How they're going to go without him is going to – that's huge. I definitely think that's 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 definitely huge. You know, it's definitely huge to see how they definitely get along, though. But, again, but as far as, you know, just the Braves, I like what we got, man, especially, especially with the young core. I think, again, if you want to be worried about left field or shortstop, I could definitely understand. But there's a reason why the Braves didn't decided that Dansby wasn't worth the money. Because no, they basically said Dansby had just had one great year of offense, and that was last year. And they say that every other t- every other you know time before then, you haven't shown you that you can play to this level. I mean, he was a great, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, a better defensive shortstop. But again, can we expect 25 plus home runs from you every year now if we give you this big, you know, contract? Uh, he said, uh, and he frankly, from an outsider looking in, because I'm not a Braves fan, but obviously I live in Atlanta. I've been to a share of Braves game every year. I try to go to like a handful of them. He mm-hmm. seems like a guy who's going to perpetually be the like the all or nothing type shortstop. Like he might fuck around, hit like 25 home runs, but then he's going to bat like 222. 
You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's who he's going to be. And when you're going to be that guy, that's fine to have, but not at that price tag. You go ahead and let him walk. And I feel like you guys got enough young talent locked in for great prices. Like, that contract you got Acuna Jr. and Albies for is fucking ridiculous. Like, you combine both of it. You combine both of those guys' contract together, and that's half Aaron Judge's contract. (laughs) 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 No, that's real talk. That's real talk, Lloyd. That's real talk, bro. You got it. Absolutely, man. And again, your two best young players, not not just them, though, man. You got, you definitely got Michael Harris under, under, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Strider under a long term deal. You locked up Austin Riley last year during the season. So, did y'all bring it? Did y'all bring Azuna back, too? Yeah, Azuna has actually played good this past spring, believe it or not. I, I don't know. I still don't know about Ozuna, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Oh, well, what's up, William? You don't seem like you sold on Azuna, bro. I don't know, man. He, <laughs> I mean, I'm on, on time. I'm kind of with, into the baseball. It's, it's all-star. And, and, I definitely, and I definitely like Sean. That's why I say. Oh, my fault. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, oh, you, oh, nah. You yeah, get. I think you broke up. Broke up, some, man. So yeah, we didn't hear oh. you for like uh like a minute or so. But I definitely like the Sean Murphy, especially you know with Sean Murphy. I think Sean Murphy was probably one of those underrated signings we had because of the fact that since there's going to be no defensive shift this year in baseball. Thank God. <laughs> when they made Brian, the MLB had a Brian Creston. <laughs> Brian Cresson do a commercial, pretty much talking about you know yeah how that's probably one of the best, best rule changes, huh? That too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was talking about you know how yeah that's one of the better rule changes though. So yeah, so no, that's the thing about it. So no defensive shift. I want to see how that's going to you know actually you know how that's going to you know affect you know the pitch, not just pitching though, but the the catching game you know from that perspective though, but. I still, again, I still like us to win the win the NL East, but oh, yeah. I'm gonna just need, especially, I'm gonna need the rotation. I think on paper, I think I like our rotation a lot. You know, you got you got Max Free, Spencer Strider. I think it's gonna be a lethal one too. I like Cal Wright showed a lot. He was the NL NL you know leader in wins last year. Cal Wright really stepped up, but I'm I'm gonna definitely need you know. If Charlie can actually, you know, bounce back, that that's probably as good good for as far as you can find. But I'm I'm gonna definitely need Charlie, you know, not not to not, not to be a home run machine like he was towards like the like the end of the year. Cause that was the thing about it though. Cause you know, a lot of the Braves offense last year, I mean that was one of the biggest things was the fact that they were so boomer bust. You know, they either hit home runs or they don't score runs. Like they really like the opposite of, of the Mets. It's sort of the same thing with our pitching staff. I mean, you know, that's one of the reasons, unfortunately, why we lost against the Phillies. We couldn't hit anything, and the pitching staff just, just you know, fell apart. You know, at the at the worst possible time. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, if everybody just stays there, park keeps their head down. I what about Mike Soroka? I'm almost giving up on Mike Soroka, man. <laughs> me I'm, too, I'm, man. I'm, 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 I want him I, as much as I want him to come back, man. It's just it, it's been three years. It's been three years, man. If we can maybe get something out of him this year, 
Okay. Put his ass in the bullpen, man. Put him in the bullpen. I, do some like too. middle yeah. middle relief work. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you got to do some long relief. Put somebody in there for two or three innings type stuff. That's probably your best bet for him right now. Oh yeah, I agree. yeah. I, I think that's probably where he's best at. Again, him bolstering. I think that's another one of our strengths. I think getting rid of Kenley Jansen was good. I think Rafael Iglesias is going to be a better poser for us than than Jansen was last year. Kenley Jansen. Jansen, yeah, Jansen had just had too many meltdowns. Kenley had too many meltdowns for me. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Kelly. I agree with that. I've never been a big Kelly Jansen guy. So, yeah, I'll I, I agree with you on that. Y'all definitely, that's an addition by subtraction right there. So, as Braves fans, who who you guys say you more worried about? Would, be, would you say you're more worried about the Mets or the Phillies? I'm going to be in. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to say the Padres. <laughs> 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 not even from the division. I'm not sold on the Padres. I kind of feel like the Padres are like the West Coast oh, Mets, if I'm going to be real with you. I agree. On I'm not sold yeah. on them either for some reason. I think they're just throwing money away at a lot of dudes who, again, they were. I mean, how good is Juan Soto? How uh, can Fernando Tati Jr., like, is he done being on that steroid sauce or the deer antler spray or whatever the hell he was using? I mean, like, we don't even know how good they are. You know what I'm saying? So I got to see them in the playoffs. I know that everybody hyped them up last year because they brought in – they thought, like, oh, we got this three-headed monster, Manny Machado, Juan Soto, and Fernando Tatis. Then, you know, Tatis got popped pop for the roids. Thank God, so we can stop seeing all them damn Sonic commercials they play all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then Manny Machado, I've always felt like Manny Machado is overrated. He's just like yeah, Miguel Tejada 2.0. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah, I'm not really feeling him. <laughs> and, and, and all that, Manny, Manny got a big contract this year, too. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's Manny got a huge contract this year. It was like, okay. Okay, I, I see. I see. We just spending in San Diego like like it's nothing, though. Okay, that's 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 that's, that's good for y'all. Good for y'all. Yeah, golf clap, golf clap for him. But, but honestly, I think if Bryce Harper can come back this year for the Phillies, I think Phillies may be I'm probably more, probably more afraid of. Like I said, Phillies added some power. Like I said, yeah. they added, in fact, I was hoping we would go after Trey Turner if, if, if you know the thing didn't work out with, with you know Dansby Swanson. Because I think Trey's a better, I think Trey's a better shortstop than Dansby, much better. In fact, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I, I really, I actually really like what Philly did this 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 offseason, To tell you the truth, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they actually, you know, if they made the playoffs again, or if they overtake the Mets as the second team in the division. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I said this on my uh, on a couple of other podcasts before, and my mom, my my dad, and his family are Mets fans, so I hear it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fans through and through, so for whatever reason, they got the energy to give it to them. So, I don't be surprised if the men try some stuff that you again get some, you know, get out of somewhere doing something. To eat. So, if you want to say a team to be a dog, probably do. Yeah, I, do, do y'all find it funny that the Dodgers have really, have really, have really snuck under the radar as much as they have so far this? This offseason? Yeah, I don't know. Dodgers might – I think Dodgers might have, like, might have fell off, but I don't know, man. Might need to – don't sleep on the on the Dodgers. Don't give them. But. 
I mean, you know, that's a good point. I hadn't considered that that uh that there hasn't been a lot of hype behind them, but I mean, they didn't have that much success in the postseason last year. And they didn't spend a whole bunch of money in the offseason, at least not comparatively speaking to everybody else. So I think that's probably why they fell under the radar. But, yeah, that's a good point by you. I had to consider that. They've been quiet. Very quiet. Again, too quiet for a team, like Lloyd said, who's known for spending. They're known for spending in the offseason. They're known for, again, they're known for, you know, yeah, they're known for, you know, moving and shaking. And I think they lost more. They might be trying to get Shohei Otani next year. You never know. That's what people. That's what some people are I can speculating. See that too. Yeah, man, that's what um, some people are speculating. So you can actually play in LA for once. Yeah. It might take. It might take the World Baseball Classic, man. You never know. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Any other teams? I think it's gonna do anything. The Giants. I think they're gonna do anything this year. Or last year was just a fluke. <laughs> No, the yeah, no, the year before, the year before. Oh, that was I the year was, before. Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. Then. Yeah, because last year they didn't make the playoffs, and I think that's pretty much the Giants. I expect again. I mean, the Giants kind of remind me, like when we were talking, when, when we were talking about the March Madness tournament earlier, and I was like, UConn's always one of those teams that just kind of pop up out of nowhere, and the next you know they fuck around to win the championship. That's kind of like who the Giants are in baseball too. Like nobody thinks about them. They're all of a sudden. The playoffs here, they won 98 games. Like, oh, shit, the Giants are here. And then all of a sudden, they're in the World Series. They win the fucking World Series. So I would never bet on them winning anything. But I wouldn't be surprised if we got to the World Series and somehow San Francisco was in there because the fucking Dodgers blew it or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put no. I wouldn't put no money on those motherfuckers, though. Like, do they, are they still play at Evan Longoria out there? Are they still doing that? I want to say they are. I want to say he did. Play, I'm not even lying, boy. I'm not even lying. I think he was on the cover of MLB 10, man. <laughs> but but honestly, y'all. But but the only thing is, even though I see I see this team winning winning their division, almost going away. But as as long as we don't see the Cardinals in the World Series, man, I'm that's what I'm just happy about. As long as we don't see the damn Cardinals, even though I think right. the Cardinals are going to run the NL Central. Mm. Hell, who else the Cardinals are going to run Central? the NL Central like nobody's business. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, what, they, what, 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 what would be their competition in NL Central? The, the, still the Maybe fucking the, Cubs, that's it? Maybe the Brewers. Maybe I the Brewers, but, yeah, but uh, the, Brewers are the Brewers, I think, are hemorrhaging players. I, I think they may let go of Colton Wong this year, so a lot of their good players are leaving. And Christian Yellich fell off and shit. Oh, so I mean, yeah, I was that like Christian Yellich. Yeah, and don't forget Hater. And don't forget Hater is 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 now with the Padres. So yep. And what about what the about dude us? that uh Ryan Braun? What about him? He's still there. Like switching switching out his piss test and stuff so he can pass and shit. Like I think <laughs> Yeah, I think he retired. So, yeah, we have good, good. Worse. <laughs> <Man, y'all, laughs> and move on to the next topic. I know the NFL, they had the um, the coaches and owners, they had their, I don't know if it was this week or last week, but they had their meeting. Um I really, I mean, I don't really know what's too much that's going on with that right now. Um, I know, I know, um, yeah, I know that 
I don't think I really know what's going on, but I know that um that Lamar Jackson wants to be traded. That's all I know. I mean, I know yeah. You... Basically, I you know I like it's 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 fun times when uh, owners get together, right? Because they uh a lot of stuff that goes down is that they start doing the rule changing, um, introducing new what they feel like they want to do um be better for the game. One of the controversial topics came out was um having Thursday night games being flexed out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I play more than one Thursday night games and a lot of the players are like, man, what the fuck? I'm not playing another Thursday night game. Like, type, type of shit. But, you know what I'm saying? That's a possibility that it could happen. And, you know, they I, thought all- that, I thought they actually resolved that. I thought they were saying that they want to play like back to well, 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 if they do, it's like back to back Thursdays. Though, or am I not getting that wrong, Ronaldo? You could like I think, I think they said it was going to taper it off until next week. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they might have put it on, but I could be wrong. Don't give me the line. But I know it won't be nothing like a back to back type of deal. Like it won't. Be yeah. Like basically, it, it would be they want to have what what it really is is a money grabber, right? Like you know, this is Amazon, so they really want some folks. To, you know, they want. Like the last few games, well, the last first couple of um, Thursday night games, it wasn't really that good. As we could attest last year, like them Thursday night games were booty. Like it was really bad. Like it got so bad that Richard Sherman was trying to do so much to entertain, and they had to put two chains to come on at the end with his concert. Like they brought they brought Lil Wayne concert. That's how bad it got. Like man, y'all stay for this because Lil Wayne gonna perform after this. I'm live. <laughs> That's how bad it got. And so it's like. It's gonna be, you know, it, it was it was a cash grab, so they want to see if they can put the best teams on the flex out. So it's interesting to see how that's gonna work. And I think the Giants owner, uh, forget which mayor it is, but he came out there and he was saying that when it came to Thursday night games and trying to give teams like two of those was basically borderline abusive. But I kind of agree with. <laughs> I kind of agree with. It's borderline abusive, and he also was making the point like for people who go and buy these tickets ahead of time. For you to just come out like a week, week and a half, and just switch it and flex it out to a Thursday, you kind of screwing those people over. Like people yep. make plans months in advance to do this, and not everybody can just go in the middle of a week to go to a football game and stuff like that because they got to do work and shit like that. So it, it's, you know, it's par for the course of the NFL, just another selfish attempt at a money grab. Basically, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, again, it's Amazon, right? So, you know, they want to make sure they don't have what they did last year, last season, where it was like bad games, back to back, back and kind of got better down the line. So, we see how that works. Bro. Like, like, real talk, though, man, like, look, fuck Jeff Bezos. He got enough money. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to waste his money buying these Thursday night games that, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember anybody asking for Thursday night games. But they gave it to us and forced fed us this shit anyway, and he decided to spend money because he just knew that was going to be automatic money. So if he wanted to flush his money down the toilet, that's cool. He could probably do better if he just gave me the money, but if he wanted to flush it down yeah. the toilet, I'll rock yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I said. Donate to the real Reggie fund. Look, <laughs> <laughs> the real good use. It was at a point, and that was another topic being brought up to you. It was at a point that he was um, in the bib to try to get the, um, the commanders, right? So I was like, man, if you would have bought that team, like, bro, this team would have been playing every damn Thursday almost. Probably. Like, you know, it would have been like a, a weird little flex like that. But it's interesting. You how probably would have changed it from the Washington Commanders to the Thursday Commanders. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but who wants to buy that, that third team anyway? 
Right. But apparently, they got two got different old, uh, two different groups in the running to get it. Uh, one of the groups got Magic Johnson, and uh, they, yeah, 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 exactly. Leon, that, that six and a half billion, yo. The 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 Reds with it, it was risking the Redskins slash Commanders slash football teams, like whatever you want to call them. They, they worth six billion, six billion dollars. That's crazy. But but that's, but but the thing is though, yeah, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder already said that yeah he wanted six like you said six billion because he always okay. said yeah he wanted you know again to 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 make more the don't forget the Broncos set the precedent last yeah at the yeah. end of this season when not this is yeah last year when the Walters brought us four and a half billion yeah yeah so, so the Broncos and again say what you want about about the man though but they have history. Yeah, <laughs> like I said again, whether it's the football team, whether it was the Redskins, Washington, Washington, they don't play like it now, but they are blue blood. But they are blue blood NFL friend, or at least historical rather. They're yeah. not a blue blood. I right mean, how long? How long? How long can they play that card though, man? Like they haven't been winning shit since the eighty. We're talking about we're going like forty years ago now. Right. No, you're right. Like, we clowned the Cowboys for not doing shit for 30 something years. These niggas ain't won since before I was born, yo. So, <laughs> so how long do you keep holding on to that? <laughs> oh, yeah, they had the Doug Williams. They had the Doug Williams Super Bowl. I was barely alive. All right. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They haven't done shit. I know Joe Gibbs came back from the dead. And coach those Mark Brunel teams to those wild card losses. But <laughs> Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier. Oh, shit. Uh, Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier cut Steven Davis as soon as he got there, man. You know this is about to be some shit going on. Look, and the crazy thing, he cut Steven Davis and then signed Shane Matthews, yo. <laughs> the biggest started quarterback. <laughs> he got to play. He coached back in college. Now Gus Farrar, did he? Did he? <laughs> yeah, it was like, yo, I think, I think we could do the quarterback carousel thing because it worked at Florida. It's like, no, no, because nah, the three quarterbacks you pick right all now. suck. <laughs> it doesn't work when all three of them is bad. Yeah, yeah. and he was still a better coach than fucking Urban Meyer somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, man. Come. Come. <laughs> but, like, basically, though, it's, like, it's, it's interesting how, again, when those – just like the combine, when, like, everybody – all teams come back together, that's when all the chatter starts ramming up and mm-hmm. get all the talks that you need to know, all the business deals are going to be done. It was bringing up on rule changes, having the three-quarterback rule. Um, roughing the pass through his arm, being passed around. The, the, Play, players can wear number zero now. Yeah, players can play with zero. <laughs> Calvin Ridley got that because Ridley. that's his arm. Um, because Calvin that's Ridley's how much he lover. got in his um, <laughs> Draft Kings account. He with his That was a smart move by him, though. That was a smart move for him to go and, and, and give that out. Like, all right, I'm wearing zero now. You know, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Perfect for him to do that. So it's gonna be interesting to see how many players that's gonna show up with zero. That's gonna be weird. Interesting. Hey, all right, all right, zero. What I about mean, double zero? Can you walk double zero, or that just for the mascots and the referees? Nah, right? Because I, I, I can't stand Robert Parrish. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, Brandon immediately said hell no to that. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? I agree with you. Fuck Robert Paris. I don't like that nigga either. <laughs> 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 
Fact. On facts. <laughs> Woo! Excellent facts. Facts. Right. <laughs> but all, all got that fire. Out here. Robert Paris got your strays out of here, boy. I didn't think we would see that this this damn. Boy. So he happy that somebody mentioned his name. Nobody said Robert Paris is like 92, all right? So he happy somebody <laughs> said his name. <laughs> He's getting more shine than ever now. He's getting more shine than ever. Basically. Yep. Right. But, you know, it's all in all to say is like, um, Basically, like, you know, again, NFL is going to always still be the talk of the town until the season starts back up. And then you're going to have the, the the big big elephant in the room is that Lamar Jackson big thing. Like, you know, like, what's going to happen to him? Reggie, are y'all still going to – are y'all going to get that boy? Nah, I found out that you're not going to do it. Y'all going to stick with Ritter and Heineken. So Yeah, y'all – somehow somehow y'all turned down the opportunity to trade for Lamar Jackson and they made a bold announcement already, like, six months in advance that Ritter is going to be your starting quarterback. Hey man, go off. It's somebody, he was go off, Falcons. Go off, man. Hey. Guys, y'all know my thoughts on this. Y'all know my thoughts on this. Hey, hold on. To our first time listeners who listen who are listening to the first rounders for the first time, I'm sorry, but I have given my take on this plenty of times on this show. But we got archives. In fact, I gave my take on this last show. Y'all can check that out. Y'all know my take on this situation. <laughs> it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all. Hey, look, man. It hasn't changed at all now, y'all. Again. Y'all be better with Cam Newton at this point, man. Right? Y'all just be better bringing Cam home and then putting Cam back there. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Guys, no, no, for real, though. For real, though. Um, in, 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 in a division that has – that's going to have a rookie quarterback playing for the Panthers – David Carr 2.0 playing for the Saints and Kyle Trash playing for the Suckaneers. Kyle we're Trash. They're not starting Kyle Trash, right? They're not starting Kyle Trash. It's going to be sorry as Baker Mayfield, right? There's no yeah, way they're starting Kyle Trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the TikTok sensation Baker Mayfield. But we're going to go with Desmond Ritter, though. So. Hey, apparently Arthur Smith sees something in Desmond Ritter that we don't see. So, I mean, uh, just give him one more year, and then after they get um, y'all can get Caleb Williams or 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 Drake May. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for right now, man. It's like, okay, we'll see. Honestly, I will say though, man, some of the team building moves have have actually been have actually you know been good. It's clear that they're definitely giving you know again, like like I said, man, just. Just, just, just all, all bullshit aside. They're definitely going to, you know, we're going to build a, use this money to build a team. They're not trying to get into another bad contract, you know, like, like they did with, you know, like they did with Matt, Matt Ryan. But again, that's that was, again, that was Dimitrov, Dimitrov, you know, fucking up, fucked up negotiations. I mean, I say fucked up both, you know. Well, at least in terms of fucking the team. Both Julio and Matt's contracts fuck the team at the same time. So, if you're a GM who's worth your salt, you can't. That, that, there's no way you can actually, you know, do that again. You know, with, with anybody. Yeah, those are just, you know, those, those are just, you know, crazy circumstances to to begin with. So, I can see, I can see what they're doing, but at the same time, like you said, Ronaldo, I, I think a lot of it. And I think I told you the same thing about, you know, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. 
But it looks like Shanahan at least believes in you know putting putting some sort of good quarterback out of there. I think Arthur Smith said that he went with Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. He, he thinks he's probably good enough to make Ritter somehow a pack, somehow a decent enough quarterback to actually win on the biggest stage. And again, if it was me, I want to do I want to do that shit. Because again, because I know what Lamar Jackson could do, and especially and again in the division where Carolina is going to be playing the rookie quarterback, we have David Carr 2.0 with the Aints, and, and, and we got Baker David Carr. And we roll him, and we roll him with Desmond Ritter. Not only just the division, bro. The NFC period. NFC period. NFC is trash. NFC is trash. Way out. It's literally nobody in the NFC that can like. All right, if Lamar's in there. Like, like he has an easy route. Like almost clearly down damn there. But you know what I mean. You know, right. you got to go against Jalen Hurts and us Niners. But pretty much as a as a as a quarterback. Hold up! Like, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Come on, man. You still got Dak, though. Really? Okay. Do we have pride? Well, he got black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Come on. Dak is going to be back. He lost his uh, offensive coordinator that made him look good. He's about to look really bad. I don't know. That night, Dak we have a bad year this year, so. So who's calling the plays for though? Is it going to be Mike McCarthy calling the plays? He said he was. He said he was. He let the guy. Look, that nigga better lose his job. (laughs) 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 Lose his job. All right, that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Dak is going to look bad this year. I'm just saying right now, right here, like Dak is going to look bad this year because he lost his play caller. But go off, um, Cowboys. Go off. But I agree with you, Ronaldo. I I I agree with you 100. percent Like. The NFC basically wide open right now. Like, if you had an opportunity to bring in Lamar Jackson, why not do it? I mean, I'm not even the biggest fucking Ryan Tannehill fan in the world, but he's got to be at least, I don't know, 95 to 100% better than Desmond Ritter. So you got to at least give that chance. Or hell, you go get a lobster boy. What's the name? Jameis Winston. Go get him to come be your quarterback and do that shit. You know? but that's, that's the thing about it. Though. Honestly, Lloyd, when we signed Taylor Heineke, I already knew what time it was. I was like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, y'all tanking. I might as well just say, you know what? We, 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 honestly, the Falcons didn't have to say that they were out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Them signing Taylor Haneke pretty much was like, they yeah, should. because again, Haneke came in and said, I'm coming in to I'm coming in to back up Desmond Ritter. Like you said, Lloyd, they're now saying that, yeah, without even a real quarterback competition coming in, Desmond Ritter's gonna be the starter. But I don't believe in that. It's I'm just like talking, it, I still talk to the rookie quarterbacks. But I don't I don't believe in that because it, it, it just like when uh when the Dolphins Brian Ryan brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's like I'm here to, to back up Tua. And I was like, Ryan Fitzpatrick finna take that motherfucker job because Tua ain't any good. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the same thing with Heineken. Heineken finna come in there and take fucking Desmond Ritter's fucking job. It's it, it real talk. I'm not saying that Heineken's gonna be any good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he better than Desmond Ritter. <laughs> that would be better than Heineken. You know what I'm saying? Be I agree. I think Heineken is Ryan Fitzpatrick 2.0. I think they should definitely <laughs> just give him the ball and then see what happens. Hey, go off, Falcons. But 
I'm love to see it. I love to see the train crash. But I can't even kill the Falcons that much for not going for Lamar Jackson because apparently no one's going for Lamar no Jackson. One. No one. And, and as weird cool. as that is, no, no one's taking a shot at him. Um, again, 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 if y'all believe in the C word that's going on right now, there's definitely you know some some you know shenanigans definitely being being played behind the scenes. If y'all believe in the C word, what's the C word? You know, we know what the C word is, Lord. We all know what that's. I got a lot. I got a lot of C words going through my mind. <laughs> I ain't trying to get. Can- I'm not trying- <laughs> I ain't trying to get canceled. So I'm not. <laughs> Collusion. But I think, the, yeah, I think obviously, obviously, collusion is going on. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to give him that dumbass Deshaun Watson deal, right? Nobody wants to do that, even though he's clearly better than Deshaun Watson. Even though he hasn't done any of the dumb shit to Deshaun Watson, nobody wants to give him the Deshaun Watson because they don't want to start the precedent of giving people fully guaranteed contractors over hundred millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to do that, especially since it hasn't worked out well for anybody who's done it. They gave all that guaranteed money to Kyler Murray for them motherfuckers to win like three games. They gave all that guaranteed money to Deshaun Watson for him to throw four touchdowns. Like nobody wants to do that shit. But Lamar Jackson deserves to get guaranteed money before either one of them. He deserves to have at least four or five of these teams going crazy to bring him in because he's probably one of the I don't know, maybe 10 quarterbacks in all the football right now that's like an actual difference maker that you brought them to the right team in the right division that you can probably fuck around actually do some shit like we were talking about with the fucking Falcons. I mean, hell, the division he's in right now with the Ravens. With the Ravens, like, there's nothing in that division that the Ravens should be scared of. Like, nobody's scared of friggin' Pickett (laughs) or Mason Rudolph with the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, but, no, but the thing is, though, like you said, like you said, Lord, but that's 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 one of the reasons why I changed my mind. Because, like you said, cause at, at the beginning, I, I, I thought you know that it would have been better had you know the Falcons finally you know actually invested in some real defensive pieces because we have had you know a good a good defense to fucking keep working was actually the middle middle you know linebacker you know way 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 back when. But again, but, but what? Especially what Ronaldo's been saying, what everybody else has been saying, what we've been looking at from the NFC South. If you win the NFC South, you host a home playoff game. And again, and in the NFC, in the NFC where, again, the only two quarterbacks you have to worry, what teams you have to worry about is, you know what I'm saying, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and the Niners because Aaron Rodgers might be playing for the Jets next year. We need to talk about that next, though, man. I, I find that very funny, too, though. But still, the NFC is ass. <laughs> it is, it is ass juice. Ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? It just it just became what it is. But And you, and you never know. It could be some turnaround stuff going on, too. But I really seriously doubt it because – We'll be playing. Niners are playing with crapshoot right now. Like we, like I told y'all, I'm doing this. When you ask me who the quarterback is, I have no idea. Who gives a fuck? Like you know, it really don't. You know, it really don't matter right now. So it's like that's how easy the NFC can be. So, but again, you know, I, I feel like in the end of it all, the wrap it up in is that Lamar ain't going anywhere. He's probably going to go ahead. He might not play at all this year, to be honest with you. Or he's going to be surprised. Or, or he's going to play for Baltimore. Because because it, 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 it's personal. It's personal now with him and, and the Ravens, apparently. Because again, he, he released he released that you know tweet saying 
or at least the Instagram post saying that he wanted to get traded right before right before Jim Harbaugh had his press conference. That oh, was a mistake. He did that, he did that on purpose. So like, that wasn't a mistake at all. Yeah, he so definitely they, did. He had never had that one planned. So if he's gonna say they gonna like right, go ahead, give him all the money, and that's gonna be it, or that that or he's not gonna play, which can be it can it can go weird. It might if you don't play this year, it might turn out to be how it happened. You know, what I'm it could be a weird thing, but. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, hey, sure. Speaking of who knows, is Eric going to play for the Jets, y'all? Or, 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 or are the Jets going to jet this up? I don't know. It's giving me pinhead vibes. <laughs> it's going to like the Jets is going to jet this up, y'all. It's going to be funny if he ends up doing all this going to go down and it's going to make Aaron mad. He's going to be like, you know what, y'all? Fuck it. I was tired. Like, in mid in mid stride of all this going down, like you know, then like you're like, I want to come play for y'all, but y'all not letting this happen, so I'm gonna retire. Goodbye. Like it would be funny if that happened. But it more likely he's going to the best and I guess he's gonna the biggest thing I would ask him, are you gonna be playing for more than one year? And that's why the hold up is going on, because like he's not I'm not giving up, I'm not giving up a first round if you ain't gonna play next year. That's stupid on my part. You're not giving up first yeah, round. Yeah, but he gonna he gonna he gonna lie to them and tell them that like yo, I'm here. I'm gonna be on my Tom Brady shit. I'm gonna play until I'm 45. Blah blah blah. Just because he want to get everything that he wants. But I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes his ass right back to the Packers and all this shit was just a ploy to get all his sorry ass homies job somewhere else. Happened with, hey, happened with Hackett. Folks said the same thing. That's what happened with Hackett. Folks said the same. Folks said that's what happened with Hackett. Folks said that's exactly what happened with Hackett, Lloyd. You might got a. You got. You might got something there, bro. You might got something there. Um, for real, like, hey, at least they do get all jobs. Like, because he, he has been a player's player, right? Like, I'm advocating for all my people to be getting done wrong. And, you know, he might he might just do all that and then go off into the pocket dimension like he always do. So, and disappear. Opioids and drugs. Like, that man do drugs in the offseason. They're going to the, um, to the damn, you know what I'm saying? The Green Bay Packers to practice with his you know, so, you know. That's another it's thing. not just a coming in the offseason, them practice with you boys, or I'm gonna have to get Dr. Strange to find your ass and get ready for the you know season playoffs. Like I can't even trust you on that. I'm not giving you first round. I'm not giving you a first round. I'm not gonna be paying you all this money and you're gonna be doing all this bullshit. It's not just he's doing drugs. It's he's going out into the middle of nowhere with shamans. <laughs> and doing drugs. Dimensions like, I didn't even know that shamans were a real thing until this motherfucker started talking about he be in the fucking middle of the woods doing drugs with shamans <laughs> shit like that. Like, look, I would go, I, this might just be me thing, but the minute a motherfucker started talking to me about shamans, I stopped trusting you, alright? That, that might just be a me thing. <laughs> real talk. If your, your whole goes out going to a dark ass room for four days and not talking to people, your team, like, okay, cool. Hey. Like, motherfucker live in a mansion. He don't got a room he could cut the lights off in. He got to go out into the cave somewhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, why are you telling anybody? Why don't you even tell anybody you're doing this weird shit? Why don't you just do it and then come out and give us a decision? <laughs> and, and, and that's what the Jets going to get to. That you gotta be ready. Be ready for that, because that's exactly what you're gonna get. You're gonna get that weird stuff. Yep.
going to one of he's going to the AFC, which is not like he's cakewalking. Like he's he should have stayed. He should stay with Green Bay. Like he has a better chance. He's going to the AFC where he has to either go through Burrow, he ain't getting through Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through Allen. Allen. Go through Tua. And and they hyped up offense down there. It was like, you ain't like you're going into it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going into it. Well, I guess it'd be one of your best competition. Hey, go off, Jets. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But funny times. Funny, funny times. Yeah. And now we got, I guess I found a topic. You know, I've been like a Tar Heels fan too. And now we got Lloyd on here. He's a Tar Heels fan. And we just got some personal news a couple of days ago that they might have made UNC a, 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 national, a national championship team next year. Caleb Love has decided to transfer with his inconsistent ass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's literally. Literally the best news I received all 2023 is his ass fucking entering the transfer portal. Yeah. That's the best news. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Like, man, like, like, I don't know. That last year against when they played Duke yeah, at, uh, at the Final Four, I, that could have been, I might have been a fluke, man. I mean, like, ever since then, he just, like, he been like that, throwing up shots like he, like, like he might be a, like he might be Steph Curry. Then when he misses the shot, he, he looks at Hubert Davis and the coach, he'd be like, my bad. Like, you damn right, it's your damn bag. Yeah, I hate that shit. I hate, hate that shit. I hate, they do the, they do dumb shit, they get a dumb result, and then they look like, my bad. No yeah. shit, nigga. Stop doing it. He, he did that in about two or three games, too. I'm like, you keep damn doing this shit. Like, like yeah. And I'm stop. Stop. He did. I thought last year when we made that Final Four run and all that shit like that, he showed me flashes of, of like prime Stephon yeah. Marbury, right? right? He showed me flashes of it, right? And then all that shit went away. I don't know what happened. I don't know. We stopped taking steroids. I don't know what happened. But he stopped being good. This motherfucker is a career thirty-eight percent shooter from the fielding in college. This and they ain't talking about this in college. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know. And I think he was, somebody said, I want to look what they said. He's like, seemed like he said he can't be coached. It was just a lot of stuff that them folks were saying. Yep. Yeah, somebody on, on Twitter said, good riddance in three years. Dude had a handful of good moments. He was a, he was Brick City, USA, a turnover machine, lazy on defense, and proud of that, the first sign of adversity. Oh, and the worst shot selection ever by a new UNC player. And then somebody else said he isn't good enough at all. He's selfish and very inefficient. Teams yep. don't want him. I mean, as I think that's about as accurate as, as it can. But somebody's gonna be crazy enough to to recruit him. I heard that he's he's interested in in Memphis. No, Penny Hardaway don't play that shit. But I think I mean Penny might be desperate to get some kind of top tier talent in there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they brought him in there to get James Wiseman. Then he played. 27 seconds for him, and then that was it. You know what I'm saying? So I can see, and you know, he Caleb, Caleb, he's he's a dangerous prospect, right? Because he has just enough of talent to fool somebody into giving him an opportunity. 
He's not quite sorry enough for people to be like, hell no, nah, we ain't going to touch him. Like, he ain't Emmanuel Moutier, right? But he got just <laughs> enough talent where somebody could be like, eh, maybe we bring him in here and we coach him up. And who knows? He could be a beast and shit like that. And he's not that guy, man. He's not that guy. He's he's definitely not. I mean, if he went for his shot selection, he 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 be, he be, he be okay. But he is just oh man, he just. I, I have to I have to disagree. I have to disagree. <laughs> if it wasn't for a shot, if it wasn't for a shot selection, his pass selection, his workout selection, his mental preparation selection. Every selection a motherfucker can make. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, he'd be okay. Yeah. He'd be okay. He's a motherfucker that he looks good in a uniform. He looked like he's a good basketball player until he starts playing basketball. Then he stops looking like a good basketball player. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I've, I've heard that there's a couple teams. I heard, uh, like you said, Memphis might be interested in him. I heard that Louisville might be interested in him. I heard that uh, Missouri might be interested in him too. I think, he's, I think either Missouri or Memphis. But like I said, if you play with Missouri, I think you're gonna have to play defense with them. Yeah, yeah. And that's not his bag. He wants to yeah. put up shots and he wants to score points. He wants to do he's like he's like Kyrie Irving, man. Like he's obsessed with all the flashy stuff about basketball, but none of the shit that actually wins. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nothing he does actually contributes to winning. It contributes to nice highlights. Right, you know what I'm saying? So I could put together a nice little two minute YouTube highlight, and you would think like, "Yo, this motherfucker's the one. He should be the number one draft pick." And then I show you the rest of the game. It's like, "Oh shit, he shouldn't be drafted at all." Right, exactly. And then I guess then the um the stuff that went on between him and him and RJ, him and RJ Davis. Apparently, RJ Davis is dating on that girl Deja Kelly that plays for UNC. So yeah. And I don't know, maybe I don't know. They just seen maybe he tried to like I let RJ Davis girl. I don't know. It was that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But everything I've been reading about and I've heard from uh people on other podcasts talk about he came in there with a huge ego. Like even before oh, he yeah. started playing any game for UNC, he had a crazy big ego. And then that run that they had last year through the tournament. Put his ego like on a billion, a billion out of a hundred. So he was kind of walking through campus like, like if he was fucking Michael Jordan, <laughs> like, like they should have had a statue of this nigga outside or something. You know what I'm saying? So, and I heard that he was taking shots at RJ's girl and other teammates' girls on the team. I could see that he that. was kind of off the fucking rails, and that he was, he was one of the hardest players. For Hubert Davis had to said it directly, but other people around the team have basically have insinuated that he was one of the hardest people for him to coach, period, exactly. on the team. He's, he, he, he has an attitude. He has an attitude issue. Like he might have been like a little like a spoiled brat. Probably could have played at Duke, but I mean <laughs> that's why he was there. But yeah, I mean you can tell maybe, like, if it was a different skin color, he could have played at Duke. Yeah. But you can tell the chemistry was just off this year. Yeah, something had was going on, and then I think it had to be him. You know, they like I said, they supposed to be giving me and Riz talked about this. Get the ball to Baycock. So and RJ Davis didn't have a good year either. And RJ Davis is good too. And like I said, I don't even know. It that was just a shit show. But I think it's I think next year they're gonna 
ain't gonna say they're gonna win all, but I think they're gonna be a whole lot better without them. I think Baycott's probably gonna be playing good enough that maybe he can just win the player of the year, national player of the year. And um, they got we got use like, motherfucker like we were using fucking Tyler Hansborough, man. Yes. We should use him like that. You know what I'm saying? And then just run run a bunch of pick and rolls with him and fucking R.J. Davis yeah. and then kick it out the shooters and stuff like that. Let the athletes go wild on the fast right. break and we'll do good. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say I think obviously we should have a better year next year than this oh, year because better. this year was about as bad as it could go. We were preseason number one and then almost immediately started getting an ass kick. Oh, after <laughs> the first, first game, I knew something was up then. Yeah, these boys yeah, yeah. So, but I think Jay, so he's gonna have a break. He's, I think he's gonna have a breakout year. I wish on Puff yeah. when when I left, but Puff was just like his damn brother. I think his brother stayed more healthy. I think Cam stayed more healthy than Puff. Yeah. Uh, and I think Trimble's gonna be good for defense. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Oh, Demarco Dunn, he's gonna be good too. And um the, the freshman coming in uh gosh, what's the guy name? Not um he's like come a semi witch, he's gonna be good. And the other guys, Zayden High, they'll they'll be good too. And they got, yeah, that they got guy, like, yeah, Zayden High, I think that's his name. And they got a bunch of um they got a bunch of scholarships so they can get some some um, plays in the transfer protocol. Just don't get severe wheeler. I kind of would like don't get him. That. Get that big man from from Oregon. He's like a five star, but oh, I don't know. That might mess him up. But I think, God, I think it's that's what that's what I'm saying. I kind of feel like the Caleb disappearing is the addition by subtraction because you give right. all the other guys opportunity to step in and get more shine and fill their roles more appropriately. And there's also that baggage because I can imagine like when we all play some pickup basketball, man. And we all play with that one motherfucker who's like a malcontent, man. As soon as he don't get the pass or he don't get that shot, he right. start getting his feelings, start acting a fool, and that just kind of drains the energy out of everybody yeah. else around the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. I kind of feel like that's the type of malaise he had around the team. And exactly. removing that kind of opens things back up. And also now, because we had such a bad year, it kind of going to allow us to kind of come in under the radar next year with less oh, expectations, yeah. less pressure, so then we could actually – Thrive a little bit, but I'm gonna say this about Hubert Davis. I'm still a little bit on the fence with him. Me too. I'm like, I, I was like that last year until like they they made that little run. Yeah, yeah. But let me ask you this right here: this shit that Caleb Love putting this shit off. He do. You think he he think he would do? It? He had a chance like that with Roy Williams. Hell Dude, no! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he I, think Roy wanted, I think Roy Williams wanted. I think Roy wanted to take him out back and and do that nigga like old yellow. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he wanted to do, but he's too old now, right? Bobby, so we could do it. So he's just like, "Fuck, I'm gonna retire." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna retire." But had he caught Roy Williams from 08, I think Roy Williams would beat his ass right on that court. <laughs> oh yeah. Tyler, oh, and I want to root for it, and I want to put money on that. <laughs> Tyler Hansbrough, got him. Tyler Hansbrough, Ty Lawson, Psycho T, Danny Green. Yeah. What about fat ass Raymond Felton? Fat ass Raymond Felton put hands on him. Yeah, look like he didn't. Know. He was a fat in the USC day. I seen that nigga the other day. That nigga's super fat. So <laughs> look like he didn't. Look like he didn't ate. Look like he didn't ate on Caleb Love. <laughs> that nigga look like Rick Ross now. You know that he look like Rick Ross, <laughs> bro. Hey, he got he bigger than Sean May, man. You know Sean May was coming. Yeah, 
<laughs> that nigga bigger than Kendrick Perkins, yo. <laughs> and he half Kendrick Perkins size. He's bigger than him. My big perk. Yeah. All I, say. I think. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm still a little bit on the fence with Hubert Davis, but that run we had last year, I'm willing to cut him some slack, give him a little bit more leash. You know what I'm saying? So as long, like I'm not, I'm not like a crazy fan where it's like, yo, if we don't fucking win the championship next year, he need to go. No, nah, right? Not. It don't got to be like on that, that level. But we gotta, we gotta be. Can we win? I don't know, 25, 26 games at least. Can I we can at least that. get to the Sweet 16? <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I mean, like I said, folk, they might not be look look at them. I mean, Purdue was not. They wasn't. Well, ah, that's a bad uh, example. I wouldn't say Purdue wasn't. Right. I don't know. I feel like Purdue could probably beat North Carolina pretty easily this year. Yeah, Purdue. Uh, yeah, like I said, Purdue. Um, if Edie comes back next year, Purdue would be good as hell next year. But yeah, look, look. I don't know what they're gonna do with Travis Knight, but. Oh, shit. Fucking, <laughs> you know, you know they got big ass Sean Bradley out there, and he just he's unstoppable right. because there's just not a lot of big motherfuckers in college like that anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It just it's like a handful of dudes. It's kind of like the Taco Fall thing, where it's like Taco Fall wasn't really that good, he but there's just not that many six eleven plus guys in college basketball. Period. And the ones yeah. that do exist, they all out there shooting threes like Przingis. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I got my fingers crossed for Hubert Davis next year. So long to Caleb Love. I'm so happy that I'm not going to have to see his name or his jersey or his face on the basketball court anymore because wherever he's playing, I'm not watching. So I'm shout out to him. Um, maybe I saw fucking uh, they had an NBA G League game today where fucking Denzel Valentine was going off. I can see Kayla Love and Denzel Valentine being a great backcourt. Oh, <laughs> Denzel Valentine. <laughs> yes. Woo! I guess getting no love on Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, bro. I like that. No love on yeah. Valentine's Day. I like that. That's your goal right there, B. Hey, that's a feature. Hey, that could be a feature episode name right there. You never know. In fact, this but this have a like the face-off picture when it had uh, John Travolta and Nick Cave, but it's have Kayla Love and Denzel Valentine's face on there to do that. Nah, it'd be like, nah, I, I don't have like a stepbrother, uh, stepbrother's picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man, this was was a was a great show, man. You know, man, appreciate you coming up for out here, Lord. And unfortunately, you know, Tariq he couldn't make it, but he was like still in our chat. So I know something, I think something had came up, but it was a great show, guys. But, um, y'all would have gotten a shout out before we, before we wrap this thing up. Yeah, I, honestly, be, be, I think before we really get to the shout outs, man, I think um. Lord, I say if, if you don't mind, man, just shoot, tell the people, you know what, tell the people what you got going on, man. If you, hey, if, if, if you have, you know, your social media, you know, ways to get in contact with you, man. Like I said, just let them know, let them know what you're up to, man. Like I said, hey, if you're still rocking the podcast, man, like I said, shoot, let, let, let the people know, man, what's going on, going on with you, 
boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to you guys here uh, for, for providing me the opportunity to come on the show with you guys. You guys have been doing an awesome thing. Your chemistry together is amazing. The knowledge, the banter that y'all put out there is incredible. It's a great joy to watch it and actually be involved with it. So I really appreciate the invite. Hopefully I kept that, that vibe going. I didn't interrupt and mess that up any much, uh, too much or anything like that. You guys are incredible. Shout out to all the fans out there that support the movement. Hopefully they'll continue to support the movement on the Facebook and all the, all the places you get podcasts. Uh, for me personally, man, um, hey, I'm I'm out here. I'm grinding. I'm working. Uh, me and my I have a me and my partner that uh, we're hopefully trying to get back in sync, revitalize our podcast that we have, Cool Kids Dreaming Color. So when we get that back going, hopefully, you know, you guys can shout out to us, show us I'm some love on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So hopefully, we'll bring that out as we get. We're working on that now, getting everything put back together. So. Uh, we get that information. We'll put that out there for you guys. Uh, quick little shout out. I wanted to put out there to my homeboy, Aaron Sumo. He, he prints out a lot of shirts that we use for our podcast. A lot of people wearing around town. Uh, he got Sumo printing down there in Columbus Sea town So shout out to him and shout out to you guys. And then the last thing I want to shout out is I want to shout out to the goat, man. Everybody knows who I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about number 30. I'm talking about JR. I'm talking about Julius Randall, the goat. New York, I thank you for bringing us back, baby. The guard is back. We're back alive. You know what nah, I'm saying? He's nah, running Jaylen, things. You know nah, what I'm Jaylen saying? Jalen Brunson got y'all back. <laughs> Look, Jalen Brunson, he's the point guard, man. So shout out to, to him. Bing, bong. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what about um, RJ, Be- RJ Barrett? He, 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 don't get, he don't get any love? <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> hey, hey. He, look, look, look. I just want that nigga to keep his value up so we can flip him for Dame Lillard or Zion. Straight up. <laughs> I don't know. I might try to flip, flip, flip for Dame because Zion can't play a whole season. So. But that's another That's another true. That's true. That's, I, I, look, I, I'm down for Dame time. RJ Barrett, like, I mean, we just got too many left-handers on the team, man. And his decision-making is crazy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? His defense is like out of this world in the worst way possible. You know, I it's rough. Caleb Love. (laughs) Nah, he better than that nigga. (laughs) He really really is. (laughs) In college and in the bro, he's been better than that nigga. (laughs) Look, look, fuck it. Look, Bronny James is better than Caleb Love right now. Amen. Straight up. Hey. Change my mind. Brody better than Caleb Love. Yeah, wow, bro. Yeah, hey, hey, Lord has definitely stick. He knew the assignment. He definitely stuck to the theme of the podcast. That's definitely a big shout to Lloyd, man. You definitely knew the assignment. Yes, yes. We definitely got to have him back on here next time too. So, oh hell yeah, man. Hey, whatever, whatever y'all ain't. Whenever y'all need me, man, just put the bat signal out for me, man. I'm here, man. I promise. All right. Yes, sir. Especially, especially when we get to the yeah the NBA playoffs, man. We definitely, we, we definitely gonna bring it back, man. Which is coming up soon. Exactly. So yeah. Yep. We, we definitely gonna get you on that, man. But. NFL draft, you know. Don't, don't draft Bryce Young. He's too small. The nigga suck. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, well. 
Oh damn, man! Shit! Shout out! Shout out to the first rounders, man. Shout out to say, man. Fuck yeah, out, man! Fuck yeah! Shout out to the first rounders. Shout out to B. Shout out to you, King Leon. Shout out to shout out to our boy Corporal Rivers, man. Like I said, I, I'm I hate that you couldn't be with us, my brother, man. But but you still kept the chat live. Hopefully, we'll definitely get you on oh, yeah. next time. Yeah, next time, you know, next time on screen. And again, again, thank you. Thank you to my boy Lloyd Clark, man, for definitely blessing us tonight, you know, for the show. Like I said, you, you definitely didn't mess up the chemistry. You you, you you fit right on in, bro. You definitely fit right on in. And definitely gave, like I said, you, hey, you, you gave the people what they wanted, man, like I said, man. And, of course, for anybody who appears on the show, like I said, you're now officially a fan of the show. You no longer be a guest. You're a fan of the show. And like I said, man, you definitely, you know, welcome anytime. And we're definitely gonna, you know, we're definitely gonna get you on more times than not, man. And shit, man. We we, we didn't really need to get our merch game going again, man. It, it, it sent you a first round t-shirt. Yeah. But I think we're definitely gonna, you know, get that. I need that. I need that. Oh yeah. And of course, I shout need out that. I need that. I need to work that. I gotta wear that first round of shirt while I'm in the booty club. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> We need all the time. Hey, 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 hey. If, 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 if there's any still open in Atlanta besides besides Magic City and Blue Flame. I'm about to say uh, Onyx. Strokers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I, yeah honest, dude, yeah. Honest, yeah. But they got to get their wings right. Man. If the wings ain't on point, man, you're not going to have the clientele like that. You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, That's the way it works, man. Absolutely, absolutely, and of course, you know, shout out to our listeners, man. Thank you for everybody who who who's with us live tonight. Everybody who's on the chat, you know, thank you for everybody who's been with us since episode one. Or if this is your first time joining us, you know, just thank you for just supporting the movement. And as always, you know, give us feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. Either way, we're going to make a better show. And hey. You know it all, man. Just, just, just shout, out to, shout out to everybody who's making this happen. Real talk, real talk. Yeah, Lloyd, shout out to you for coming on the show tonight, bro. It's, it was, it was a pleasure for real. We're honored to be in presence, man, of greatness. That's cool. You know, it's just cool to have the big shit and kick knowledge with uh, other peers of, uh, of that that listen to us and you know, contribute to the Facebook group. And, and our, our stewards of us, you know, I love that man. So appreciate you for coming on tonight for real. Anytime, man. Good talk. Double shout out to all the folks out there that's been listening. Shout out to Coco Rivers for keeping the chat live and, and, and funny as hell, too. <laughs> and definitely uh, keeping everything going, man. Shout out to you. You and him, of course, the founder, keeping it going with with the with the sound effects tonight, man. Y'all, y'all understand? We we love yeah. it. Perfect. <laughs> we going up in bed. We up. Man. You know That's dope. Uh, I can't wait to. Today's price is not the same as yesterday's price. Pat right. Joe said it best. Laughing mm. <laughs> <laughs> ass off with that man. So that's it's so cool for that man. So that's what she said. <laughs> Exact no, like you know, I don't think it's folks know how, how, how much we're gonna be utilize the shit out of that. But um, yeah, man, double shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that's been listening, all all formats except for Pandora. Um and look guys, I, I wanna say this. If y'all not on Apple TV, jump on Apple TV. Like, 
all the best shows are on there right now, man. I'm, I've been watching this show called Shrinking with um, Jake Siegel. Harrison Ford, George? Yeah. The what? You talking about the Harrison Ford? Yeah, with Harrison Ford. Ford. Um, my homegirl that was on one of the best shows I ever saw on HBO called Love Life. She's on there. Uh, I can't think of her name at the moment. But it's a funny-ass show. Like, he, this guy plays a shrink that does all the wrong things to his, um, to his, um, the people that comes to see him. But they, like, end up being working. So it's, it's such a good-ass show. And you got Ted Lasso on there, which is good. And there's a show with, um, Octavia, um, Spencer, is that David Spencer? Uh, it's called Truth Be Told. She she does a podcast. It's a, a show about her being in a pod, doing a podcast about these people that's been like wrongly accused, and it just goes wild. Like, just, just check out Apple TV period, man. They they far besides HBO, and that's my that's my thing. Ah yes yes. Shout out to man. They shout out to Caleb Love. Thank you, love, man. thank you, thank you, Caleb. Thank you, man. Thank you. But in all serious, man, the nah. best thing ever done with North Carolina. Right. Nah, but make sure, nah, but shout out to to John Wick Four. That was a badass movie. I'm just saying, that's just shout oh, out. Oh, I still gotta see that joint. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a good one, man. It's a it's a it's a good one, man. That's a that's rest a, that's in peace, Lance Riddick, man. Yeah, rest in, yeah, rest in peace, Lieutenant Daniels. Ah, yes, yeah. Like I said, this shout out to you guys. Uh, shout out to my, shout out to my wife's podcast group, the Black Moms. You can check her, uh, check her out weekly as well. Um, we have, well, that's not for us, you know, for your, for your, for your wives, girlfriends, side pieces. You know how it is, and you know, check out our venue, Occasions Atlanta. For y'all, for any kind of birthday, weddings, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you know, check us out on that. Um, oh yeah, and this shout out to the um, we didn't really talk about WrestleMania, but um, hope it should be a, it should be a good show. You know, you watching try to watch that, trying to figure out which gonna be better, day one or day two, but yeah. So, but but why they do they watch day one? Say what now? I said I was. Thinking, I think it's gonna be watch day, uh, the best one. Day one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but yeah, this would be interesting to see what's going on. I heard that the, the brew is supposed to be coming back, and I think Christian's gonna be there for like. I think no, uh, what's the name? Khan gave gave um gave Christian the thumbs up to do that. So that should be kind of dope. Oh wow, that's yeah. I heard about it. Okay. Yeah. I heard that online. I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard the, about Gangrel coming back. I didn't yeah, realize. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize though that Christian. Also yeah. That's gonna be day one. That's gonna be day one. Yeah. Gonna be day day one. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I'm looking Wait, for Gangrel still alive. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is alive. Well, that, look, hey, his theme song is so. Damn hard, man. Yeah, yeah, I fuck with him, man. Yeah, that shit went hard for real. But yeah, I, I they were vampires. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I think this is gonna be a, a it's gonna be a great show. I'm thinking, but we'll talk more about that next week. And I know, I know, I think the Omar Chronicles. I think y'all gonna be doing um, y'all gonna be doing the episode too, aren't you? I think after the show. 
Yeah, we hope. Oh. Hopefully. hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we can get up and get on post WrestleMania ah, right yeah. now. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I ain't got nothing else, man. Y'all was like I said, y'all boys be great and have a great rest of this week. We about to wrap this thing up, so you know, peace. Peace. Hold it down out there. The things that I cannot change Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher I'm devil near, don't need no deal or exposure for the